Steven. Yeah, Brent. Did you hear about the Japanese man who would greet people with his guitar? No, I don't know. Yeah. He would use a Kenichi Wawa pedal. That or did you write that? Because either way, <laughs> I wrote that oh this morning, like God. immediately before we recorded. It like popped in my brain for some reason. That's fantastic. Like, oh, yeah, man, you were so proud. I love it. <laughs> it's like I don't. I know it's not good, but I know it will make you laugh. <laughs> that's all I'm going for. I mean, that's yeah. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What a way to open the show because you know, Asian pop culture show. You gotta you gotta get in there with the jokes. It's like as if a cockroach made a drinking establishment. It's a very low bar for me to cross, you know. It's uh, something that I'm just like, oh, here's a thing that I think is stupid enough that Stephen will yeah. laugh at. And that's, that's really all I want. Well, you, know? you succeeded. Thank yeah. you. Goal attained, because uh, that was great for me. I don't know. Hell yeah. I don't know if the listeners loved it, but they did because it's awesome, so... Uh, that's what I thought. That was my yeah. suspicion as well. Mm-hmm. Did you tell your wife that joke? Uh, no, I no. You just I would, avoid I would that. never. There's, I mean, if There's I just, no point. I can just imagine her uh, rolling her eyes in disappointment. So that is the two tests, though, right? It's like, would Stephen laugh? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure you have other other barometers into this equation, but that, there's two no, good ones, that's right? It. Would that's Stephen it. laugh, or would my wife grimace? Are are like that's how you know a, a joke is pretty good. Um, yeah, Definitely I guess that, that would be right. like the, the secondary, that would be like, Stephen laughed, but how funny is it? And then I would tell my wife and then she would, <laughs> she would roll her eyes and, and like cross her arms in disappointment. I'd be like, uh-huh. okay, yeah. So this is just like confirming the science, you know? Yeah. And you have like a, a measurement device you created, right? For the eye roll. And it's like, there's like different degrees and you can tell like how good it is depending on how, how far the eyes go back, how big mm-hmm. of a roll, that type of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I I actually started out by getting two of those giant yoga balls, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. And I painted eyeballs on them, and then I tried to roll them back as far as I could. I was like, okay. And then they come back around to, to the front. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, interesting, interesting. And then I did other, like, I don't know, scientific stuff. I, I held a beaker over yeah. an exposed flame. I remember you had um, that beaker. That was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing in it. I was just like, I've seen this on TV. I think this is, I think this means science. Yeah, you broke that beaker because it got really too hot and there's nothing inside yeah. of it. To, yeah. I should have held it with tongs instead of my hand. Yeah, you still um, have that bird mark. Like, you look yeah. like Joe Pesci in, in Home Alone. Mm hmm. Yeah. The, the two Utes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, wrong movie. <laughs> it would be funny if he was my cousin Vinny. Oh, in, yeah. Home Alone, you know? Yeah, it's a like a, a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. Wow, because he's on both sides of the law there. Hmm, that's an interesting. Yeah. Hey, you know question. what? Since we're on, since we're on the topic, yeah, I was gonna bring this up anyway. But since we're on the topic, uh, we watched yesterday. Yesterday was a uh, Christmas day. Today is Boxing Day yeah. in Canada. Uh, Kwanzaa everywhere else. Joyous Kwanzaa, everyone. Um, there is a. Uh, um, well, I watched a couple of Christmas movies Uh-oh. recently. One on Christmas Eve, one on Christmas Day. Okay, sure. One from yesterday was Home Sweet Home Alone on Disney Plus. Have you seen or heard of this? I know it's the new one. Yeah, I don't know much about it, but I'm curious um, for your thoughts. 
Yeah, it has Ellie Kemper in it and oh, okay. um, Rob Delaney. <laughs> and I was trying to think of uh, whom else it has. Uh, but uh, we we watched it and it was it was weird. Like, and I think maybe the the old Home Alone might be like this as well, where Kevin McAllister, like the the main child actor, is kind of a little shit. Uh huh. And uh, but you still root for him. I feel like when Macaulay Culkin was in that role, I, yeah. I would still root for him. Whereas this new little kid, first of all. He's a limey? What? Look at this little, like, English kid. Oh, really? As, yeah. Is it take place in England? No. It takes place <laughs> here in the States. <laughs> okay. But it's the, I guess the kid from what Jojo Rabbit. What war for? You know, I'm just saying, whatever. Yeah, there's not even a scene where somebody throws tea uh, in a harbor in front of him. All right. I, I'm already mad, but okay. Missed opportunity. Absolutely. If you ask me. Uh, but the we we did have a couple of, like, good laughs in, in the movie. I think maybe mm-hmm. uh, one or two from us each. Uh, at different points. Um, <laughs> I left at the funny stuff. And my wife just laughed at, you know, whatever. Two to four laughs, not at the same time. No. Spread mm. out. So that's good. Yeah, we just, <laughs> yeah, pays them. Mm. That's a but, great uh, review for that movie, though. Thanks, man. It sounds man. like it's yeah. going to be a laugh riot. I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. I think it's it's worth watching. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I would need to, like, watch it again, necessarily. Uh-huh. But uh, I have almost no control over that because... Uh-huh. Um, you know how they are with these Christmas movies. Like, even if I don't want to watch them, they're just on all the time. Yeah. Uh, beginning two days before Halloween of every given year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah, I wondered about that one cause I like, I like home alone and home alone two, but mm-hmm. I, and I tried home alone three a long time ago. I think it came out when I was working at the video store and I remember it being like, okay, but it was like, it wasn't the same people involved and it was like, I'm never going to watch this again, but um, and I think there's like a four after that, even, I don't know. There's like mm-hmm. other kids and stuff. This new one, I heard like decent things about that. They were actually like mm-hmm. trying, you know, to do something good with it, but I wasn't really quite yeah. sold on it. So there's a, it's, it's weird too, because it's not like this, uh, little English kid is getting burgled necessarily. It's the, uh, uh, Ellie Kemper and Rob Delaney. They're a married couple. Uh, they have like, uh, a moderate home, uh, that they're, they may have to like move out of because of like financial stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. And, uh, they think that he, uh, they had like an open house because they were thinking about selling it. Uh, yada, yada, yada. This little kid and his mom show up. They think that he steals something of value to them. So they're trying oh. to like go to his house and get it back. But in the meantime, like his family left him, um, because it's a fucking little shit. They were like, <laughs> fuck this kid. You know? <laughs> Oh, I like no, that they, change. This time they were uh, like, we're leaving you on purpose. Yeah. They like put him in one of those dog crates. Oh, man. But he got uh, out. He I did. Assume. Yeah. Yeah. What if that like, was the he, movie? He, He's just in there. You can't get out. And they rob his house. Like, <laughs> I, was think, I was thinking of this like as I was watching the movie. It's like, what if they were just like they showed up and he has like all these like traps set up and these bowling balls. But the people show up and they just have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> they just Done. like murder this kid. Yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, this is we're not fucking around here. Um, <laughs> we're robbing we're all actually, of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I always like the idea of, of taking that movie, right, that whole series, whatever, to its you know natural conclusions where mm-hmm. you know people actually die, unfortunately. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but that would—that's the John Hughes movies that I love, you know, just like Breakfast Club. I just love how everybody dies. <laughs> hey, spoilers. Oh, I've my bad. My yeah. bad. Um, Damn it. He's the Tarantino of the '80s, basically, is what I'm saying. Everybody knows okay. that. Everybody says that about John Hughes, you know, all the time. I, I was going to say, I've heard that before. Yeah. I just didn't have the context for it. But it now, before, yeah. Now, 
I like it. It yeah, makes sense. Good. Makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> we also watched on Christmas Eve. We watched Happiest Season on Hulu. Yeah. And wherever I'd else internationally, I don't know. I can't control that. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know where the fuck it is. Um, but uh, yeah, that was enjoyable as well. Seemed awfully long, but it was. Uh, it takes about an hour to get to the the point where there's like enough conflict to make it interesting to me anyway. Oh yeah. But it has a uh, Kristen Stewart and Dan Levy. I was going to say, I uh, thought this is what I thought about. We watched this last year. I'm curious. What were your thoughts again? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was a a Mm -hmm. little bit long. Uh, Obviously, I'm not a fan that Christmas is a part of the equation. I feel like that could have been left out of it. But uh, uh, Mary Holland is in it. Yes. Whom I I think is hilarious. She's on a lot of uh, uh, Earwolf-esque comedy podcasts. She's very funny. Very yeah, funny I, I've seen her in more stuff recently. I don't know what mm-hmm. else uh, that I must have seen her in, but yeah, she's really funny. Um, I remember, yeah, this this movie was weird because I like a lot of people in it, but the the way that I came a, like came away from it and that I saw other people online was that Kristen Stewart and um, Aubrey Plaza and Dan Levy were like our, my mm-hmm. favorite part, and mm-hmm. if they had made a movie about them, I would have yes. loved it. But the rest mm-hmm. of it is all kind of like, I don't know, it's just like a lot of family issues and stuff. And like, there's a lot of weird stuff with, you know, her, it's like her coming out, the other, like her girlfriend's like actually like bringing her there and stuff. And is she going to tell everybody? And like, they had some weird moments that seemed difficult uh, for people that are actually trying to come out and stuff. But it, it just had like mm-hmm. a weird vibe. But then like every time I saw the three of the other ones together, I was like, oh, this is great. We should just have a movie about this. Where yeah. They're all gay and they just go like explore the world. That'd be fantastic. That was. Yeah. I had expected Dan Levy to be in it more. Yeah. Um, and I was a little disappointed that he wasn't. But like, I don't that, you know, it wasn't the movie they were making. It's fine. Um, True. But uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like those three were the the highlights yeah. for me. And I, I had expected something to go there um, uh, between uh, Kristen Stewart and. Aubrey Plaza's characters uh-huh. at a certain point I was like well maybe they'll get together but no they didn't I know didn't. right yeah that's the thing that. is like I wanted a different ending I feel I don't even mm-hmm. remember how it all goes but I'm like I wanted I just liked them together yeah. <laughs> and it's not the movie they were making as well yeah but uh yeah it was had interesting parts but um I'd kind of forgotten about it until you mentioned it I was like wait that might have been the movie and then, and then it yeah. was it's like that one I kind of forgot the title of mm-hmm. uh that we watched last year so right on we uh we yeah. tried another one. Um, we tried a couple Christmas movies this year that we didn't really make it through. I know that Mitch had brought up 8-Bit Christmas, which is on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was okay. Uh, I, we just like really weren't that, like, that into it. Um, so I want to finish it. But uh, Amanda kind of was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm kind of done. Uh, mm-hmm. But my main issue with that one was that um, there's a part in the trailer where it's like Neil Patrick Harris is telling his daughter about the story about how he wanted an, an Nintendo Entertainment System in like the late 80s, whatever. And there's a part in the trailer where he's like, the year was 1988. And it shows like, you know, a cool like video game style headline like 1988. And he's like, or 87. And it like pixels away and it's like 87. And he's like, or just the late 80s. And it's like, yeah, late 80s. And it shows it on the screen. And I, I loved the look of it in the trailer. And it was like a funny joke, like the the cadence of it was really funny. And then in the mm-hmm. movie, he's he says kind of the same thing. Like he's like, 87, 88, 80, I don't know. And she's like, just move on. And then they just, they never show it on the screen. They never oh. do that whole bit. And I was like, I was like, that was my favorite part of the trailer was like that <laughs> the way that they put that on screen with the yeah. sound effects and the music and the look of it was just very cool. It's like a video game sound effects, like blue, blue, 
1988. Mm. I was like, oh, how cool. Literally don't even put it on the screen. And I was like, what's happening here? I was sold <laughs> well, a yeah. bill of lies. You yeah, know. you expect that type of design to be incorporated yes. throughout the movie, yeah. right? Kind of like in uh, Zombieland, how you've got the the titles that are like interact totally. with the, the the world or whatever. Yeah, and if you had mm-hmm. seen that in the trailer for Zombieland, like you saw mm-hmm. them interacting with the titles, and then in the movie they don't do that, it'd be like, wow, that was a lot of effort for the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of strange like that. Um, so yeah, we we ended up turning it off, but I'm I'm gonna finish that one eventually. Um, but then there's another movie on Netflix um, starring Michael Yuri, who was on Younger. He was uh, like the uh, agent that, that that would bring them book deals or whatever. And it's called Single All the Way. Oh yeah, I saw this uh, this advertised. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it looked to me kind of like Happiest Season. It's you know it's yeah. like he's he's gay. He's bringing back his roommate on the in this movie. It's like he's bringing back his roommate that everybody in his family thinks he should be with anyway. They're acting like they're like boyfriends or whatever. And then you know when he goes home. They like his family was trying to set him up with some other guys and stuff anyway or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I like that guy so much from younger. And so we were like, oh, this looks like really cute or whatever. You know, it's like another Christmas movie just put on Netflix or whatever. Like mm-hmm. that dude a lot. Um, it is so much. It is basically like one of those Hallmark movies. Oh, that, uh, yeah. My wife and my and my parents are both obsessed with now. Like they watch them like constantly throughout the holiday season they love them because they're all like predictable and stuff and it's like mm-hmm. you know it's like the the girl the big city girl goes back home to her small town and then she meets her old high school fling who now sells christmas trees mm-hmm. like it's like one of those and like single all the way like beat by beat was just one of those movies that just two gay guys which is cool if you want to watch a hallmark movie mm-hmm. but we did not and yeah. so we were like man this is really really bad like it's like so low quality like writing uh, and yeah. plot and stuff like it's all just so contrived and like there's literally like oh there's a big beefy guy carrying christmas trees let's follow that dude for a while and stuff and uh so yeah we ended up turning that one off because we were just really bored and like we we're like somebody mm-hmm. would love this movie like anybody that loves those hallmark stuff they would love yeah. this as long as they're not bigoted you know <laughs> so and even if they are maybe this is the one that changes them maybe you know this is how they you we, never know yeah. you never know hallmark movies you know melting yeah. grinch hearts you know since exactly 2015 yeah. i don't know you guys, <laughs> look i feel like netflix just wants a bite at that apple you right. know i i hear that the the hallmark christmas movies are just like they do huge numbers right. just because they're on constantly and they're cheap. like you were saying people just like have them on all the time you know oh yeah for sure so might as well go for it. I, I'm sure we'll have like a slew of them uh, next year as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They come out like mm-hmm. every year. There's there's more and more. And it's all like I'll go downstairs because we're living with Amanda's parents right now during our renovation. And they'll have one of those movies on. And like basically every single movie has someone from like a childhood TV show or movie that you and I watched. So, it'll, or, you know, or like anybody, any of our kids, or any of our kids our age, whatever watch. So it's mm-hmm. like they always have like girls from like Full House or um you know, like the wonder years and stuff like just like people that we knew from the TV shows. And then they're all doing these movies now. And like, so almost every single movie I'm like, Oh, I remember that person. I haven't seen them in years. And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, they're doing these now. Good for them. You know? But, hey, you know what? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it'll bring in a paycheck for I mean, Candace Cameron great. or whatever. But yeah, if you, if you're looking for that, then, uh, that single all the way is totally up your alley. But otherwise we were like, yeah, you know, not for us. So yeah, but that's uh, a bummer. Because I do like that actor. He was in know, uh, right? Ugly Betty a long, oh, long okay. time ago. Right yeah, and I liked him a lot in, in that series. I didn't realize well. you guys watched Ugly Betty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we watched the whole thing. Oh, right. The on. whole damn thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. yeah. Learn something new every day. 
yeah we'll have to revisit that this year for sure right you and yeah me. we'll do all five <laughs> to nine seasons of it this is gonna turn into an ugly baddie podcast yeah <laughs> years after yeah. off the air <laughs> yeah this is we'll what it's back, always you meant know? to be We'll be like the office ladies of Ugly Betty. Oh, yeah, but we were never involved with it in the first place. We'll just call it Fugly Sweaty, and it's hosted by you and I and about, about Ugly Betty. I love it. I think it sells itself, man. I think that's going to be way bigger than this podcast. You never know. You know, it's, it's worth a shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right. Well, I think on that note, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Wow, I, I'm glad we got the Christmas stuff out of the way. We got a lot more to mm-hmm. talk about today in a, in a whole different genre. Um, yes. Genre? I don't know. It's just... <laughs> is Asian pop culture like a genre? It's just like where it's from, I guess. I think so, but I, I feel like uh, if you were talking about uh, K-pop in particular, that's its own genre. Sure. Uh, versus like anime or whatever. Like there, there are certain things that are in there. Yeah. That could be considered, yeah. And we're mostly talking about K-pop today, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're super into it. Mm-hmm. I honestly We're going to go don't. behind the scenes of BTS in our series <laughs> called BTS BTS. It's bits bits is what I call uh-huh. it. Um, That's right. But yeah, it's a new segment. It's going to be great. It's only about three hours long. Mm-hmm. But man, we really, we just dove into that, you know, that discography. Yeah. And I really learned that I like those guys. Yeah. Now, you fellas have a song called Butter. Um, what do you think about high cholesterol in Americans? <laughs> hmm. Get the answer to this question and more. Oh, wow. On BTS, BTS. <laughs> Coming to LTAS very soon. Uh, BTS did not respond to any of our questions. Yeah. Uh, somehow they deleted our email account. Oh, wow. Yeah. We actually can't get access to our podcast anymore. We're, we're done. Uh-huh. Oh, oh weird. I have a LinkedIn invite from... <laughs> Kim Jong-un? No, no. I'm going to accept it. Let's see where this takes us. But yeah, we're going to talk about all kinds of cool Asian pop culture stuff because we try to do it every year, but we've been doing mm-hmm. them for a long time now. Have we done them since the very beginning? Like the first year, did we do one? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I don't I know so. that that's true, but I feel like it's true. Yeah. I think we did Train to Busan in that, that uh, 2017 calendar year. Oh, perfect. I think toward the end there. So Yeah, yeah. so we just want to keep it going because mm-hmm. we want to sneak it in under the wire right here at the end of the 2021 because um, it's always just fun. I, I've learned so much and I've, I've gained so many more things that I love, you know, different properties and stuff by uh, just by stuff we were aiming to do on the show. And mm-hmm. the more I watch and the more I read, unfortunately, I didn't read any manga or anything for this. But um, the more I have in general, I've been like, oh, this is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. There's so much cool stuff out there. And then uh, an anime I'm still not super into, but we did a little bit for the show on here. So we'll talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still like exciting when I find something I really like. And then uh, the movies, though, man, the movies out of out of South Korea uh, in particular just really bowled me over. The, there's something about mm-hmm. that, the, the, just the way that the, the filmmaking right now are coming out of there, the plot lines, the characters, the actors. I just love mm-hmm. all of it. So uh, we'll talk about a lot, of, a lot of stuff today. Yeah, and it's something I noticed when uh, watching stuff for this week versus like, I don't know, I like, there, there seems to be a closer comparison between the, the uh, South Korean movies that I've seen anyway and American movies. Yeah. I feel like there's a almost a direct parallel in the way that uh, things are shot, uh, the attention to detail and both like acting and mm-hmm. then uh, cinematography and then like CGI in certain yeah. respects. 
Um, there's a, a lot of uh, through lines there that I see versus, uh, I don't know, like some European movies or whatever. Sure. They're all about fucking Queen Elizabeth anyway. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they feel very similar in that way. Um, I don't know. It's approachable, I feel, even with the subtitles and stuff for, for a mm-hmm. lot of people that they could like Parasite obviously has, you know, kind of swept the world and, and mm-hmm. got a lot of people that wouldn't watch, you know, movies from that region and stuff into watching that movie, which is great. And it's fantastic. And I want to watch way more of his mm-hmm. stuff because apparently all of his movies are fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's it's it just kind of opens eyes. And then you realize like, oh, this isn't so much different. And their culture is not so much different. Their, their people are just people. And like, mm-hmm. it's all just really great to, to kind of experience more of it and be like, oh, this is like totally my sensibilities as an American. You know, mm-hmm. it just happens to be in a different language. And there's like uh, some changes, but makes sense. Yeah, and, and real quick, listeners, please don't cancel Stephen for talking about Asian pop culture and saying opens eyes. That was not, that was not anything that was meant to be slanderous. Um, He didn't, he didn't know, he didn't know what he was saying. You know, I liked being a kid because being a kid, like the whole, the world is just so interesting and like everything's, everything's fine. Like there's no offense because you're not meaning, you don't know any better. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I have very squinty eyes and I, we might've talked about this on the show before. I've, I've been made fun of, for like my entire life for having like Asian eyes, like since mm-hmm. I was a little kid in school yeah. and uh, I loved it. I loved like ninja movies growing up. I wanted to be those people. Right. And then mm-hmm. I also like loved native Americans growing up and I would do all kinds of stuff with bow and arrows and, and all the stuff to, mm-hmm. to like embrace that culture or whatever. And now I'm like, I don't think I'm allowed to, to do either of those things, but it was all innocent as a kid. And I just, I was like, yeah. I revered that stuff. I would like, mm-hmm. that's not a, you know, a, a, a diss to be like, my eyes are, are, are like that or whatever. I was like, that's mm-hmm. great. I'm one yeah. step closer to being my goal of being a ninja who has a treehouse and a Jeep <laughs> and a monkey at a lot of goals, <laughs> you know, it's like the setup to a joke, a treehouse, a Jeep and a monkey walk into a bar. What? How? And Stephen just creamed his pants. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, my dreams. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying that like, uh, yeah, I'm not making fun. And uh, yeah, sometimes it's just, you know, you see beauty in the other parts of the world and you're like, man, I really wish I would have that. And I did at one point. And now I'm just like, I just like their their culture, their movies. Uh, I'm just so intrigued by all the stuff. And I like the more I, I, I watch of it. So I there's so much more I need to it get into but i'm glad we do these shows so that i keep up with it you know yeah and uh, it just keeps that that uh idea of of pop culture from <clears throat> outside of what we normally consume in our purview in a way totally, you know yeah yeah step away from from what our usual stuff is and then try this mm-hmm. other stuff yeah yeah because train to busan came out in 2015 and i don't think we watched it until maybe like 20 i think it was like 2017 because mm-hmm. i moved into my new house at that point mm-hmm. And you and I watched it. Uh, you were in Texas where you are now. I was here. But we, we both pulled it up to watch it essentially at the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we were, like, texting back and forth. And then, um, like, months later, you were like, we should do a podcast. And mm. I, I always associate Train to Busan with this show. Oh, how interesting. So yeah. Truly, it's, like, South Korea's fault <laughs> that you guys are having to listen to this bullshit. Yeah. That's their fault. Uh, North Korea is going to dox us now, man, because they're going to be like, okay. they're part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's interesting though. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, Training Busan was was one of the first that really like, uh, and we'll talk about it today because it mm-hmm. obviously directly relates to our one of our main topics or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's that was you know really great for me to to see and kind of open my eyes to to what I love with about the cinema. So. Mm-hmm. good stuff yeah. but uh before we get into that we do have a few mini topics that we want to discuss do you want to go ahead and start us off with that um actually i'm i'm good that i the uh, the christmas movies oh, are right. what i wanted to discuss so yes if you would like to have the floor before we get into the asian stuff gotcha have at it well uh yeah and this is kind of cool because it's it's at least influenced by asian pop culture as well um and and as influenced so many other things out outside of itself so i rewatched all of the matrix movies the uh, theatrical movies and stuff leading up to Matrix Resurrections that just came out, uh, which I watched anew. So I rewatched Matrix the other day, and this is all leading up to Christmas. And I uh, had gotten my booster shot, and so I was kind of out for the count for for a day, just kind of resting and stuff. And I ended up watching. Um, I watched Matrix, and like the next day, I watched Matrix Reloaded in the afternoon with a nap in between it was fantastic and then Mm -hmm. uh later on i couldn't sleep because my nap i suppose and hurting my shoulder and stuff and so i ended up watching most of the third one matrix revolutions leading into the new one which i i watched on christmas eve um and i really liked this new thing i was kind of this year i wasn't super into christmas just because our we're not in our house and and just the year's been kind of shitty and so we were like sure we're also just kind of like wanting to get through it and so mm-hmm. by the time i got to christmas eve and christmas day like we watched uh, some christmas stuff but like i was like i'm kind of over it and like i just, just want to mm-hmm. watch matrix and it was it was cool to do it that way um we you and i have planned uh we gone ahead and talked about this upcoming year we're going to try to re-watch all the matrix movies and do reviews on each of them and do mm-hmm. the animatrix i think and and i'm right. i'm very curious i never got into the video games if 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 possible i want to kind of get into that talk as well um so we'll talk a lot more about them later on but um I, I wanted to say basically to you and any listeners like Matrix Resurrections, the new one is is very divisive. I've heard I, I was able to stay away from most spoilers and stuff online, but I had heard some some things about it, um, about the way that it was like meta and, you know, a commentary on our new world, you know, whatever, how, how we do with things now versus when the first movie came out in 99 and and mm-hmm. um, and that the sequels, I also had heard stuff about like the sequels and how if you revisit them, like they're not as bad as you expected or like, as bad as you, re- you think you remember them. And I, I had avoided them for so long cause I didn't really like reloaded or revolutions. I didn't like the new mythos they created with that kind of stuff. Um, but I like like where they have it now. Um, mm-hmm. because I watched those movies and they were better than I expected. So I won't say a ton okay. about the sequels now, but they were a lot better than I remembered. And I did like the mythos that they had created and stuff. And then Matrix, Matrix Resolu- or, uh, Resurrections, the new one, is um, the way I described it is the, th- the trilogy of the first one. This is a good like epilogue. Like it's it's tonally very different. Um, it has a lot of different ideas. It's obviously like decades later mm-hmm. and they play with a lot of different ideas. But I I, I really liked it. I think um, I'm in the middle okay. of a, a rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so different from the originals that uh it's just like a different beast so it's it's a lot more to process but i really think i like the ideas of it and there's so much more to talk about when we do get to those in the in the coming months but um yeah i i don't know that you necessarily need to watch the sequels to get everything you need out of this that i i'm glad that i did 
so I could get some more of the story um, that I didn't remember going into it. But for the most part, they explain kind of like why they're at where they're at and and kind of give you the, the ideas that you need to, to move forward with just that movie. Um, so if you didn't, you know, want to rewatch all of them just so you can watch it now while it's an HBO Max or you go to the theater to see Resurrections, uh, mm-hmm. that's cool. But um, but yeah, I, I think I really liked it. Um, and I'm super pumped to talk to you about it, Brent, because mm-hmm. we've never really talked a ton about the Matrix movies. And no. I hadn't seen the sequels in so long. I wouldn't have had much to say about them. I really forgot most of what happens. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be fun eventually when we when we get to those. And um, it was just really fun. I, I hadn't revisited the Matrix world in a long time, and I really kind of fell in love with it all over again and just the aesthetic of things and yeah. and all of that. And and really just, um, I mean, Keanu Reeves, always great as Neo and stuff. And Carrie Ann Moss is fucking great as Trinity, and it was great to see her again. So those are those were pretty cool to see. And, uh, and I like awesome. to run Christmas. So, yeah, man. That's okay. I'm going to try to watch it later today because I have been looking forward to it, but I had some things on my docket that I needed right. to do for this this episode that uh, took precedence over it. So, but that's awesome. I I'm very much looking forward to it. I told you via text. I don't know why I'm so hyped for this movie <laughs> because I didn't like of the 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 three existing live action Matrix movies. I only like one of them, really. Right. I've rewatched the 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 two sequel movies in quite some time. By the way, why do we have to like subtitle every one of these Matrix sequels with an R subtitle? Oh, it's really like, hard what? to remember. <laughs> yeah, because I because as you were talking, I was making notes yeah. and I, I wrote down uh, the Matrix trilogy and then also <laughs> the Matrix resolution as if it were like the Matrix like it was a new year. They were yeah. like, okay, here's what hey. I'm gonna do. I, I know this goes against my programming, but I gotta lose a little bit of weight, you know, during some holiday weight yeah, for in sure. my uh, my uh, data there. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I'm I am hyped for it. I think that that trailer that came out, uh-huh. maybe the I think I only saw one trailer for it. Because yeah. at a certain point, especially now, like after the pandemic, I'm just like I'll watch one trailer for a thing, right. then I'm I'm good. And if I come across something on TV or at a theater, it is what it is. But that uh, that one trailer that I saw just looks so fucking good mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, this this seems like it could be worthwhile. Yeah, and it is. I like the trailer too. I think I only saw one as well. I saw like a part mm-hmm. of a second one. It was giving me too much information. Like it was telling mm-hmm. some new, like who some new characters were, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I just want to watch the movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was like it sold me on it. I was very pumped for it, even though I had been so disappointed by the sequels, and I thought mm-hmm. that I hated them and had been talking about them that way for years. And then all these people online were like, "You give them another shot. You should try." And I was like, "Okay," mm-hmm. and. uh I'll, I'll get into a lot more in the future when we go by movie by movie, but as I rewatched all of them and then getting into Resurrections, they reminded me of so many things, and what it really was is they influenced so many things that I do like, movies mm-hmm. that came out after the Matrix trilogy came out, and then now this one is kind of calling on those, the Resurrections, this new one is like, you know, I don't know, removed from that, and then all these other movies are coming between, but there were so many that I realized, like, I'd kind of written off the matrix sequels before as like, I didn't like the aesthetic they went for. I didn't like the mythos they created or like where the plot went or whatever. And then I realized Mm -hmm. like Pacific rim is a great one for me that like, I was like, Oh, that was very influenced by the matrix in in a lot of ways, uh, Mm -hmm. action and, and some of the beats, but like some of like the characters aren't that great in Pacific rim. Some of the acting is bad. Some of the dialogue is bad. And I fucking Mm -hmm. love that movie. I forgive it any faults that it has and I embrace okay, yeah. the entertainment I get out of it and all this sure. great stuff. Yeah. And I kind of realized like, Oh, if I can do that for Pacific Rim, why can't I do that for matrix reloaded? 
where like maybe this part's not that great or like this dialogue or this character didn't do that great but like overall like i could forgive it its faults i like i was enjoy mm-hmm. you know i enjoyed it rewatching it so it, it was like almost helpful to to have some time in between and go back and revisit them with mm-hmm. these other movies that have come out since then that i do like and be like oh maybe i do like matrix more than i thought so i'm super pumped to talk to you later on whenever we do like a full rewatch movie by movie and i'm really excited to, to rewatch the animatrix because i remember liking those a lot those were pretty cool and that was mm-hmm. like my first it was one of the first anime i think i've ever seen at that, oh, at yeah. that point especially right because mm-hmm. uh, i was not into that so um that was like my first foray to that and you know a, a familiar story so i was intrigued by it and then uh all these different art styles and stuff it was a pretty cool project mm-hmm. so yeah but um yeah so i have one more thing i'll mention just briefly because sure uh i was so into these movies and then i was i had some time off you know with christmas and stuff and i just wanted to keep watching whatever i wanted to watch and so people kept talking about matrix resurrections um being similar to Wes craven's new nightmare the freddy krueger movie yeah the (laughs) freddy krueger movie from 1994 because it's very meta have you ever seen new nightmare before i yes i saw it at a drive-in movie theater (laughs) with my mother right that's that's the meta one right where exactly yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. so that's like people kept mentioning it that it's like the new one was like that like it's it's meta it's like like brings in reality or like twists things into our own reality and so um after watching resurrections i was like i've never seen or i haven't seen new nightmare in a long long time i don't remember anything about it um Mm -hmm. so i was like i'm curious whatever so i ended up watching that and it was really interesting because it came out like two years before scream which is like one of my very favorite horror movies and i love wes craven i I love nightmare on elm street the first one is is creepy Mm -hmm. and cool and i just really like i like heather langenkamp and in this one, she's like playing her herself. She's playing Heather Langenkamp. Wes Craven's in the movie. Like it's so it was so ahead of its time in, in such a weird way. And I can mm-hmm. see how it was like close to what he got with Scream. But Scream is, I don't know, it was referential, but in a more subtle way. This is like literally the director's stepping onto the screen right now in a movie he's mm-hmm. directing about his old movies and stuff like it's there's so many layers to it it was really kind of bizarre but it was a good double feature with resurrections like it was similar in ways that i can't really say to spoil things and then in some ways it's not at all but um just the way they play with you know ideas of reality and and what's a dream or what's you know a virtual reality Mm -hmm. right like uh which is indistinguishable essentially you know uh from the matrix Mm -hmm. so it was they played with some interesting themes um together but uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't my favorite nightmare movie or anything like that. Um, those aren't my favorite in general anyway. But mm-hmm. uh, but it was fun. You know, um, it was kind of I just kind of put it on after the other one. And I was like, I might as well just keep this train going. So might as well. Yeah. Wow. That fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Right. Those two would be <laughs> a good double feature. Um, I know we're, we're trying to keep it spoiler free here for the Matrix Resurrections. But like, do you think it's imperative that somebody has to watch like space jam a new legacy to really yeah. understand <laughs> resurrections yeah that's a good one too i i thought like like pacific rim for for various reasons that i already mentioned or like now that i love ready player one so much and mm-hmm. especially its sequel book ready player two has some interesting matrix type themes in it I th- i'd say um i it did make me re- reevaluate again you know other st- other media i have consumed since i watched those movies and like now i can be like oh do i like the mythos from matrix i think i do if i can like ready player one if i can like space jam a new legacy mm-hmm. you know they play with those same uh 
virtual virtual reality or new worlds or you know not the real worlds or whatever and yeah. um basically anything with with bugs bunny in it i would say is is pretty close to a matrix movie okay i i just you know there's that scene in space jam a new legacy say the full name put some respect you on it, it. Mm-hmm. um where granny does the trinity jump from the first matrix oh, movie and i was just i just needed to make sure that that was indeed canon for the matrix movies yeah well, I didn't want to spoil it for the new one, but um, Granny is one of the main characters. Um, she walks oh, around in full yes. cartoon form. Yes. Um, but yeah, she she is one of the she's the new Morpheus. You know, I love this thing where movie studios just hide things from trailers. Oh, yeah. Like, don't give it like just give me enough to get my ass in the seat and then just, you know, reveal the actual shot uh-huh. in there you know they they do this with the marvel movies as well yep. like i had no idea that granny played such a pivotal role in the matrix for resuscitations yeah. but <laughs> i am i am here for it very excited yeah i i'm sorry to spoil it for you or anybody else but yeah mm-hmm. if, it, if you need a, a little impetus to, to get you out of your seat and go and watch mm-hmm. that or to get in your seat and watch it on hbo max either way mm-hmm. yeah. in or out of seats granny's gonna get you there Mm-hmm. I please believe I've already got seat warmers on my toilet. I oh, am, yeah. I'm very excited. My legs are going to be so numb. It made me think of like how Grady's have those. Like they have like the the toilet mm-hmm. covers that are like carpet. Yes. You know? yep. <laughs> my grandmother had one. I'm like, what is this for? And you know, this is trapping all the sins. It's so gross. you don't want this. All you the sins. Not. Yeah, the sins and the sense. <laughs> You know, this is traveling all of the sense. There's come yeah. on all of this. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but I imagine instead of just like the top, if it was like carpeted around the ring, like the actual seat that you sit on, if it was like a ring of <laughs> of old like carpet, mm. just to keep mm-hmm. you warm and cuddly, you know, mm-hmm. which is very nice. That, the whole thing is like a metaphor for your butthole, you know. <laughs> Picture it. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Enjoy your breakfast, listener. <laughs> so, yeah, those are uh, the many topics I had, though. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll definitely get into them in a few months, and I'm excited to mm-hmm. actually review each movie, uh, especially after now. Same. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that I've, I've kind of ingested them so quickly all together. It'll be nice to give it a little break and then and go, mm-hmm. you know, kind of movie by movie. So, yeah, same. Me too. Right on. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's jump into some Asian pop culture talk. What do you Sweet. say? Uh, so I watched... Actually, you know what? Let me start here. Let me start here. Uh, I read this manga called Crocodile Baron, and I had bought this book oh. on Comixology a while back. It was on sale, and I was like, well, it's got animals in it. They're the, the lead characters. It's called Crocodile Baron. How could I possibly turn this down? Mm-hmm. So this this manga, it, it also, it's just like three volumes. So I thought, well, if I really like it, I can just like stick with it, and it's it's not going to be like... 111 volumes like like some of the stuff you know like it's going to be more digestible Mm -hmm. um so the titular crocodile baron himself is a a bit of a foodie think of him as a anthony bourdain type of character he Mm -hmm. likes to to travel to go to locations in uh the uh, greater japan region to to try different foods and whatnot um his full name is alfardo j donson (laughs) I don't know why, but that's his name. I love it. Uh, I feel like this is, like, not necessarily a translation issue. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a what an English name sounds like to 
Japanese people, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, you know, think of all the Alfardos in your yeah. life, you know, <laughs> and everyone who has a last name Donson yeah. instead of like Donald or Donaldson or something, you know, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's not quite there. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Crocodile, Crocodile Baron, he has a sidekick, uh, a, a, an assistant mm-hmm. that he takes on these food tours with him. His name is Rabbit Boy, and he is, in fact, a rabbit boy. So they were just like, look, we blew our load on <laughs> Alfardo J. Donson. Uh, this this motherfucker is just called Rabbit Boy. But um, overall, it was kind of like a, a cute little like story. Um, I'm not going to stick with it. It's It was very much like, um, you know, like in... A, a volume of, of manga it's like a collection of 130 40 pages something like that mm-hmm. and they it's kind of like a, a trade paperback of comics here in in america where it's like collects several different issues or whatever this is uh like six or seven different individual stories um where again each story they they go travel to some location to try some food and the crocodile baron he whenever he like is standing in line for something catches a, a smell or has a, a bite of food it uh, uh affects him in his well reptile brain mm. and he is taken back to where he was just a regular crocodile in africa and he sometimes just wilds out and he starts like he like at a certain point he jumps in this this pond for fishing and just goes ham after these fish. Oh man. And, uh, there's a point where he's eating like udon noodles and he zones out for that as well. And it, it, it's, I don't know, uh, very much, uh, it is what it is type of thing. Uh-huh. I don't know that I would necessarily recommend it, uh, because there's also some like weird, like translation issues on the, the pacing, um, where it gets thrown off a little bit, just, uh, based on how I, I read comics mm-hmm. normally. And, you know, like, some manga I've read before doesn't have those those weird uh, pace, pacing like glitches or whatever, sure. but um, it, it was kind of a lighthearted story. I wasn't expecting a lot of like deep deep thought from a <laughs> manga called Crocodile Baron. But you never but, know. Um, you never know. Yeah. That's why you got to try this stuff. Right. You know, venture out a little bit. Yeah. You know. Uh, plus, this has been sitting in my Comicsology account unread for like three four years at this point. So I was like, well, now is the time. Yeah, so, there you go. Um, You've been yeah. waiting for mm-hmm. it. Now we're doing this yeah. last minute, you know, uh, Asian pop culture episode. Might as well throw it in there. It's in there, you know. You can't <laughs> say it's not. <laughs> not bad. It's just you know not uh, not great either. It, you come across this from time to time. Yeah, but that's not to say there's not great stuff later in this episode. But is there? I don't know. Find out <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was I was trying to like take a note while speaking oh yeah I, which i thought i was typing crocodile but it just came out as credible as if it <laughs> oh, were okay. credible baron which is like i mean you know he's a food critic so i guess yeah that would that would take on a whole different meaning though mm-hmm. credible baron i don't think I, you would have even picked up you know yeah i mean it's just like well i guess he's just sure of himself yeah that mm-hmm. sounds okay i guess but i'm not gonna, I'm yeah. gonna read this book I, I can't identify with that <laughs> i'm not sure of myself at all yeah. And my part crocodile. I don't know that I, I'm not. I don't even know. I don't know. Um yeah, I mean, you know, it's sometimes you, you get wins, sometimes you get losses. Uh mm-hmm. I think for manga for me it's it's all been like horror stuff. And I the more yeah. I think about it, it's pretty much just Junji Ito anyway. I don't know that mm-hmm. I've read a whole lot of outside of that, but those have been like my the really the best ones that I've, you know, really attached to or whatever. But yeah. Um mm-hmm. you can tr- keep trying them out and maybe there's something else you just don't know about. So 
There's just such a, a wide swath of manga out there mm. of different genres. Um, one thing that annoys me is when I'm going through comicsology and looking at uh, different like comics or whatever, they usually are pretty good about splitting up the genres of like, this is like superhero, this is mm. sci-fi, this is LGBTQ, this is, you know, horror, all this stuff. Um, whereas with manga, sometimes when I'm going through that listed by the, the publisher, it just has the genre of manga which is yeah, like exactly. saying a genre is like what genre is this movie film yeah it's like that's not that <laughs> doesn't help me that's, yeah that's, <laughs> I, I assume it was film um but uh but yeah there's there's a lot of stuff out there so uh some of the stuff clicks for me some of it doesn't just like literally any other yeah type of media yeah. that you can experience you know which is so. why you get, yeah you gotta keep trying and maybe mm-hmm. this would have been a great book you never know so you never know yeah you never know but it wasn't so it was, it, was it was just okay. It was, yeah. <laughs> inoffensive. inoffensive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, you and I, we uh, we dabbled a little bit into the realm of Star Wars mm, or Star Wars Visions, which is the anime-focused uh, stories of, uh, well, Star Wars uh, that came out, <laughs> what was it, like in October or something like yeah, that? Yeah, September, October? Yeah, not that long ago, right? Yeah. And uh, I haven't watched the whole thing. I've watched like the first five episodes. Mm-hmm. You watched the, the first one? Yeah, I saw the first one the okay. other day after your recommendation, which it looked good. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the trailer um, for all of these and that was cool. I will say mm-hmm. they have so much Star Wars stuff on there and Star Wars Visions, I think is a weird title for this. It does not tell me at all what this is. If I had just read mm-hmm. that, I would have thought it would have been like a documentary series about the cinematography of Star yeah. Wars, right? Like which mm-hmm. they have those types of things. And I yeah. don't know what they are called, but I'm like, every time I kept having to look back at our text to be like, what am I watching again? Yeah. Star Wars Visions? Like, this is yeah. like, I don't know. For some reason, that didn't really like tell me much. And it doesn't get me excited about like anime stuff for that, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I watched the first one. I, I'm trying to look it up right now. I can't remember what that one is even called. Uh, but it's like a it, it's like a, a, a samurai story. It's like a Western mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, like there's like the the mystery guy who's in town and he's he's like a drifter but he's gonna help the town out and everything and then there's like some bad guys that come and he like saves the day and everything and it was it was like a cool little little story i didn't i didn't watch any of the ones after that um so i'm curious what what you have seen um of those but it um it was pretty neat i I liked the the art and stuff in it it's like the first one's like it's like black and white or like sepia tone sort of but it has like Mm -hmm. pops of color for like the lightsabers and then like yeah. like any kind of like electronic light and it just has like a neat f- feeling to it um mm-hmm. neat art style and stuff so that was that was pretty cool and, and it was like a fun little story like they, they all seem pretty short right i guess like under like 15 yeah i think the longest one i watched which was uh, last night was episode five i think that one was like 23 minutes long oh, okay but yeah relatively speaking they're about like uh, roughly about 15 minutes uh, typically but uh i love that first episode yeah. i was like oh shit if they're all like this i'm gonna fucking love this the but there weren't it's called the duel the duel yeah. yeah um man yeah that first one i thought was great i love the the leaning into the uh samurai mm. of the the star wars universe I, I really like when um i mean like i like star wars in general but i, I really like when they lean into either the western or the samurai genre yeah, yeah. Uh, more than any of the sci-fi elements and uh, man, that that first episode I just thought was it's fantastic. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has some really cool ideas in it with like the the Sith and the the lightsabers and stuff they use and the crystals. Like they just have some mm-hmm. some cool concepts in it, but embedded in a, a pretty simple story. That's you know a classic you know mm-hmm. mysterious dude saves the day sort of thing. 
Yeah. Um, so it's basically drive. Um, he's <laughs> <laughs> got the jacket. Yeah. He's got driving oh, man, gloves, cool, weird right? mask that he uses to stare in people's windows. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that was a neat one. Um, so what about the rest of them that you watched? Were there any like standouts out of those? Uh, there was one, there was this anime I watched, uh, about 18 months ago called Promare. It was like, as the pandemic was kicking mm. off and I really thought the animation style was fantastic. I can't remember the name of that studio, mm-hmm. but, um, they used a lot of, uh, uh, like, uh, cyan and magenta. Oh, um, yeah. so it was like the, the CMYK, uh, color profile in that particular movie, which I thought just looked so incredible, especially for like. Um, uh, like powering up effects and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's it just like stands out so much, and they had a, a couple of episodes in this Star Wars Vision series, gotcha. and I think the first one they had, um, it was it's called the Twins or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I thought uh, I'm really not that into it. It's more of, from a story standpoint. I think I think the animation on all of these looks great, but this is like the deep star Wars stuff that really throws mm. me for a loop. I'm like, wait, who's this person? Just one of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Nif <laughs> Like who, who is this? It's check uh, those outtakes. Studio trigger is what yeah, that? studio. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the animation that they, they provided uh, was great. I just couldn't like follow the story mm-hmm. and like, uh, I, like for sci-fi like that, I'm uh, my brain tunes out uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. If, if I don't like know who or what this person is, um, and I'm not saying that they rely on like deep lore for any of this stuff. Cause I think this is just like, we're going to give these anime studios carte blanche to do what they want within reason. You know, mm-hmm. they're not going to have somebody like, but fucking Darth Vader in a <laughs> dump truck or something, but like, you know, because they don't have, Stay out of my dreams. Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, uh, there, there's one that has uh, that features a band, and mm-hmm. uh, for the American voice of the lead singer, it's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and they have like a, a little band that plays in front of like uh, the arena that Jabba the Hutt overlooks or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, they're they're essentially like the Star Wars equivalent of Blink One Eighty Two or whatever. They're like <laughs> kind of like a little like pop punk band, uh-huh. and it's it's kind of cute. But um, the the one I watched last night, uh, whatever episode five is called. Um, that one is, I think it's called the ninth Jedi, if I remember correctly. Um, that one Mm -hmm. has a lot to do with building lightsabers and kyber crystals and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was interesting. So, uh, I'd probably recommend that one to you. Gotcha. Uh, even though I was confused by like certain aspects of it, I'm like, what? What does this mean? (laughs) What is it? Right. Jedi is good guy. And the Sith ones is bad. I had to like recalibrate my brain. But I was very tired. I was up very late uh, yeah. watching stuff. But, um, yeah, like, overall, I think this is uh, a success. It seems like people like this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worthwhile to have outside of continuity Star Wars stories available to the mainstream. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. realize just from that first episode if it was um, going to be in, the, in continuity, if it was canon, you know, if this stuff was just mm-hmm. separate, if they're just going for a different aesthetic, but it's essentially the same stories in Star Wars that we've always known. Mm-hmm. But it does say the first one, like in the Wikipedia, is set in an alternate history 20 years after the war between the feudal Jedi Empire and the, and the renegade Jedi sect called the Sith. So it's like similar stuff, but they mm-hmm. are like definitely going more 
you know, uh, Japanese culture and everything, I guess, mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, but that's so interesting that they, you know, are allowing them to play in the sandbox anyway, I guess, you know, and like yeah. do, do cool stories. And I love stuff about like the lightsabers and the kyber crystals. I don't know a ton about it, but that's why I liked that first one. They, they kind of play with some of those ideas. And mm-hmm. uh, so thinking that they would do more of those in the future um, with some other episodes. Yeah, I'd definitely check that out. Yeah, and I'll stick with it. I'll finish out those uh, those other four uh-huh. episodes because, like I said, it's entertaining um, for the most part. Like I, I like the animation a lot. Mm-hmm. The story uh, can lose me pretty quickly if it's yeah. if it's not anything that I'm not uh, familiar with. But super cool idea though. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. they seem very neat. I'm, I'm I'll definitely check out some more. I just wanted to make sure to watch that first one because I know you liked it mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, and I'm excited to see like the rest of like the trailer was neat because it shows all the styles and it does make me think of like the yeah. Animatrix, how they also mm-hmm. brought in like different artists and, and studios or whatever. Like they have different feelings to them and mm-hmm. different pacings, different styles, whatever. Um, and I just like the idea of that. So this is this is cool, too. Oh, I thought it was kind of weird that they dropped them all on the same day instead of pacing them out like mm. they do like normally on Disney Plus. Yeah, I was just like going to say one a week or whatever. But they all came out September 22nd. Um, and then mm. I saw that first one. I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like, oh, they're all that day. I didn't realize they like, yeah, would drop that all. I guess they're like, whatever yeah. with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know they, I mean, they just did it with, you know, Hawkeye, uh, with the Disney, yeah. you know, it's all a Disney plus. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty neat. Um, I'll have to check out some more of them. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'll, I'll let you know. Sweet. Maybe that episode five for right now yeah, for you. Yeah. Stick with yeah. that one. I do love Joseph yeah. Gordon Levitt. So, uh, the other one sounds intriguing for that reason, but, um, mm-hmm. it is interesting to see their, their various, like, uh, people that they have, the English people, like episode three of the twins has, uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Alison Brie as, uh, two of the voices. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, I just want to hear what they would sound like on there. Like that just sounds mm-hmm. kind of intriguing. So we'll see. Yeah. I know, man, I didn't even look up the voices for the, uh, the ninth Jedi thing, but yeah, I, I feel like that's a thing. I... Yeah. So that was the twins. Um, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in episode two, which is Tatooine Rhapsody. Um, okay, yeah. I don't really know Brian. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, wait, I know the guy. Brian T. Um, from Tokyo Drift. Uh, oh, yeah. Drift mm-hmm. King. Uh, DK. He uh, he was like the English voice of, of the Ronin um, in the first episode. So I know him, I guess. Mm. And then Lucy Liu was also in, she was the, the English voice for that one. So that's interesting. It has people like we know and everything. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I hadn't really noticed big it either. Names. Uh, oh, so with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Geezer is played by Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, who else we got? I don't know names from episode four, The Village Bride. None of those names like look familiar to me. Um, I don't even remember that. I know I watched that episode, but I <laughs> don't remember that at all. And then so the ninth Jedi... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Andrew Cascino, uh, Kamiko Glynn. I don't know. I don't know these these people mm-hmm. from things. But uh, yeah, that's kind of cool to to go through as I as I go through. I guess Simulu. Oh was a, yeah, was a voice nice. from that one from episode five. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. There's someone we know. But yeah, that's cool mm-hmm. to check out more of those. All right, what else we got? Uh, I believe uh, the thing that we can both tag team on at this point is Squid Game. <gasps> Squid from Game. Netflix. Oh my God, mm-hmm. Brett! I've been holding it in. I haven't been able to talk about mm-hmm. this for weeks, and you had it longer. You watched a lot before I did, so. Hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. 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 Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you had watched it recently. Like, when did you finish? It was like 
It was very recently, right? Yeah, I finished. Oh. It's got to only been like two weeks ago now. Maybe, maybe yeah, it's three. Been? Yeah, it's been okay. about two weeks since I finished it. So uh, it's okay. pretty pretty recent in my mind still. And uh, okay. man, what a mind fuck. Yeah. It yeah, was, uh, for sure. I So remind me again. I, I knew that you liked it, um, but I, I can't remember exactly your, all your thoughts because you had been you couldn't really talk about it, you know, a whole lot to me because I hadn't seen it yet. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. What were your your thoughts about this? Uh, I loved this fucking show. Oh, I okay. was elated when they announced that there was a season two mm-hmm. and also a little bit perplexed. I was like, wait, so we got this the same time as South Korea. Like this is, I expected them to already have like eight seasons oh, yeah. of this fucking thing. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. yeah I was right. like, I give me more immediately, but, uh, sounds like, uh, they, they made it and released it and then they sent it over here to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before we had all the, the shipping issues, oh, you know, yeah, it, it wasn't over. stuck out on a tugboat. Right. Um, Netflix <laughs> got it to us pretty quickly, but, I am excited for a second season mm-hmm. uh and you know like there's there's some hit and miss with um Netflix shows just like any other one mm-hmm. you know sometimes uh second season uh, you're like eh, didn't eh, could have done without yeah. but even still I think the first season is fucking solid um I and I feel like this it's kind of universally liked if not loved for sure, right e- even though there may be some criticisms here and there like uh, I was just so wildly surprised with the amount of heart in this series, oh, yeah. which goes a long way with me. Like the the you get to meet all these characters and they're all like kind of met under weird circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, hyper like stressed out people of all types. And you start to root for them, uh, like several of them as as you carry on throughout the series mm-hmm. and you know that in the end much like highlander there can be only two uh sorry <laughs> one and uh it, it as as you're like going throughout the show because you like so many of them you're like well fuck like yeah i feel like we're down funneled down to the the, the main like i don't know eight seven that i i really like and i know just based on how far into the series i am some of these people are gonna have to start getting picked off and uh, that does happen, but in in it, you know, one or two occasions, there's a, a bit of a twist to it. So yeah. Um, but do you want to just do you want to get into spoilers? I this I really would love to because okay. it's just it's one of those things like I hate not to talk about spoilers with my best friend about it, right? So it's mm-hmm. like let's yeah. let's talk about it. So yeah, let's do it. Okay, so blanket spoilers for Squid Game from this point forward. <sighs> Finally, all right. I love calamari. Man, sometimes oh you just my get God. it breaded. You get mm-hmm. that. You get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get some marinara to dip it in. Mm, mm. It's just so good. And then wait, it, do you really? Do you like? Calamari? I do like calamari. What? I know you. Okay, you don't like fish. I hate. And I it's think it's in your really last name. Fish that I don't like specifically when I say seafood. Mm-hmm. I don't really try like lobster or crab. It just doesn't appeal to me. Like the effort and like the way it looks and stuff. I'm like, it, it might taste okay, but I honestly just don't care. Uh, shrimp. That's why I like shrimp. Cause it's so easy, you uh-huh. know, uh, popcorn shrimp in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my, my general ga- game, but also that's the same thing. It's like you deep fry it, you bread it, deep fry it. Calamari mm-hmm. is good. As long as it's cooked well. Absolutely. Not too okay. rubbery. Well, there's your spoilers. I can't right, do the little, it. like sometimes there's little like squid looking guys in there, like a full looking oh, squid. Yeah. I can't fucking do that. Yes. Though. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can eat all those for me. Oh, I just like yeah. the wings. They're crunchy. Oh, oh my God. Oh. 
yeah mm-hmm. that grosses me out but um mm-hmm. but yeah i do like uh i do like some good calamari um squid mm-hmm. game though mm-hmm. yeah it, oh, man the again it's it's just like the movies we talk about with these and and in general it's it's opening me up to so many new people that i didn't know about so many new actors i find that so many of the stuff so much of the stuff that we watch at least that uh is coming from is this also a south korean thing yes right yeah mm-hmm. i was like if mm-hmm. it comes from south korea it's they're just always so good and they introduced me to so many great actors this one had at least uh gong yu um who's from trainer basan yes um, mm-hmm. so I, I was like oh i recognize that guy and i think i had at least one more person that i recognized but i can't remember right now but it's like mm-hmm. there's all like some of these movies have and these tv shows and stuff are just like everybody is so fucking good mm-hmm. their characters are believable i care for the so many of them like you said like when it gets down to it and you're so worried as so they're like joining together and you don't trust everybody and like the various twists and turns of just not even just the games and in, in squid game that they mm-hmm. go through but like the the violence and the the character motivations and stuff uh it was just so fucking well done and i know that like you said it's basically universally loved everybody's kind of talking about it it has been you know for like mm-hmm. the last month or whatever uh but it it is really that good um mm-hmm. you know uh, i will say that my i was trying to tell my brother-in-law about this and i thought it would be a show that he would like but he was essentially like there's so much shit in the world and it's so bad right now mm. and there's so much like income inequality and stuff and like so watching a show about people that are poor and destitute you know trading their lives to play stu- stupid children's games for the power of the elite you know you know for the the thrill of the the, the elite is is kind of like a little too much and i can totally see that but for me it was kind of nice to see i guess in a way it's like cathartic the way it all kind of plays out and mm-hmm. um no especially leading into a sequel season you know of like that he's gonna like trying to find them and stuff and turn it around that'll be so good yeah. however that plays out but um yeah there's just so much good in this man it was just fucking stellar the thing that surprised me, and I uh, have to give the the show this credit, if anything, is that even though these people get taken to this this island essentially to compete in these games, they're also at a certain point given a choice to leave. Like they have oh a my vote, God. yeah, and it's intense. And I thought it was going to go one way; it goes the other, and they get to leave. Yeah, but then the people who want to go back can and they they do like they have the agency to make that choice themselves and i think that's what really cemented my enjoyment of this show Mm. is like they had the option to not do this and then they went back anyway they're like Like, so bad out there in the world yeah (laughs) they they were wow they were driven to be like well maybe i can make my circumstances better by doing this yeah even though it's a a long shot honestly it's an even larger long shot out in the world you know like you're, you're essentially competing with seven billion plus other people yeah probably not by penalty of death if you right. don't play peekaboo right but <laughs> you know um, but they're like why I, it's been so bad out here why not risk it you know? yeah you gotta risk it for the biscuit yeah. you know hell yeah dude plus when you got a big old clear piggy bank hanging above your head full of cash it's like mm-hmm. that's a good motivation apparently certainly mm-hmm. worked in this show when yeah. I see it all fill up and everything. Um, it definitely has mm-hmm. a lot of interesting ideas that it plays with. And like, I loved that episode where they were able to leave because it threw me off. I was like, what is happening with the show? It was mm-hmm. so exciting 
to be like you think like in any any show either that they're definitely not going to vote that they're going to leave or even if they do they're not going to let them leave it's yeah. all gonna be fake or whatever you know and mm-hmm. then they do like they're like you can totally go and i was like what yeah. and it was like episode two or three or something like that it's so early on and i was like this is the show what do you mean they just left yeah. <laughs> and it just again it's like another roller coaster ride and like mm-hmm. when they all are so destitute they'd rather come back it's so heartening it disheartening and it's so sad and it's like mm-hmm. but also you want to know what happens next as a viewer yeah. you know so and it, and it's weird because it plays with your focus for the characters and that you get to know them as the the show progresses and you get to know kind of like the the maxi story of them mm. but then once it's game time you you just like the players are hyper focused on whatever that game is mm. and i think the games are so intriguing because we don't necessarily have all those those games here yeah so it's kind of interesting to find out the rules but like the uh the one i think it's like the first game they play right with the the girl who's mm. uh doing the red light green light yeah. um you know we have we have that here yeah. i understand that so that was a cool way to like kind of introduce you to the stakes of it Plus, if you just like let that trailer play on Netflix, oh, yeah. shit gets wild real quick. You're like, oh, fuck. Um, so it's like a, a little bit of Lost, a little bit of mm. uh, the, the movie Escape Room, a yep. little bit of yeah. Saw, I guess, uh, in that regard. Uh, a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Um, all that plays a part in it. But man, I, I fucking love this show. And I'm oh, yeah. so excited to see what happens from season two. Because if it can keep up the quality, yeah. um, man, I would be super happy with it and it's so cool too i've I've heard about the the creator of the show and how he'd had this idea for so long and had tried to get it made various times i guess and like other things done and like Mm. he really like put in a like he just kept it the idea going and now it's become this Mm -hmm. juggernaut like i had heard it you know it's hard to netflix doesn't really leave a lot of uh, or doesn't allow people really in for their metrics and stuff but they'll they'll put some out sometimes and they were like this is like the Mm -hmm. most watched tv show in netflix history and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, so this is like bigger than Stranger Things. This is bigger than anything else they have. And it's like mm-hmm. he really like fought for this awesome story that we all get to watch now. He yeah. really wanted to put it out there in the world. And it's so good. Um, yeah. And it, I love the different characters. I love finding the different motivations. It's it's hard to watch. Like his his old childhood best friend is such a dick. But the way he's yeah. a dick is so good. Mm-hmm. And you feel like it's like heartbreaking like the the guy who's from uh i think he's from pakistan um eventually we hear yeah he's like Uh the one that holds his belt or his shirt or whatever so he doesn't fall in that first game in the red light green light Mm -hmm. and then like the way that you know his story ends and stuff later on is so so hard Mm -hmm. and um the old man obviously big spoilers and stuff there but like he was one of my favorite characters and i felt so bad for him and like when they're playing the dice Mm -hmm. game and he has to like trick him because he has mm-hmm. dementia and it's so heartbreaking that whole scene is so bad yeah. um from everybody involved the way they all are mm-hmm. choosing their games and like the discussions they have and stuff um that was a hard episode to watch but every one of them mm-hmm. is so fucking compelling yeah and then you know that like I, when the rich people show up with their like animal mask and stuff it felt very fitting and like they're all speaking english and it just seems like mm-hmm. Of course, this is what's happening, you know. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. as you get like the the reveal with the old man and stuff at the end, I just liked all the twists and turns. It kind of made sense once you see him. I didn't guess mm-hmm. that. Did you guess that at all that he was like involved or anything? The old man. Yeah. Uh, I did at first, but then he 
seemingly died. I was like, oh, well, fuck, I was way off. Okay, that's fine. And then it like came back at the end. I, di- I didn't realize that he was like the the mastermind of the whole yeah. thing. I just thought he was involved. Gotcha. Like somehow, maybe. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's so hard watching him like when he, he pees his pants and then the other guy gives mm-hmm. him his jacket and then he's like, well, you should take my jacket. And it's like, oh, this old man is great. And it's like, no, he's the worst. He's Bezos. <laughs> he's trying to suck all the blood out of everybody. You know, and it's like it just turns it around. It's so hard to watch. I think it would be funny if, like, after seeing the old man <laughs> pee himself, if the guy, instead of offering his jacket, just, like, turns around and pees on him. <laughs> so it's like, don't worry, he didn't pee on himself. I peed, yeah. I peed on him. I He didn't pee his pants. I peed and his pants. the old pants. man has two peas on his pants now. <laughs> yeah. Not green peas, but, you no. know. Like real yeah. pee. Oh, that'd be gross. Yeah, that'd be weird. Those are disgusting. Yeah, uh, yeah it's like we're we're already <laughs> like this is not helping. You know, yeah, we're we're already Ooh, like stretching the credulity of it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. this guy smells like pee. Um, uh, I really like the. Uh, I can't. I don't know anyone's name in this that's, show. Yeah, I know that's... Uh, they just have numbers. But uh, the girl who we we follow, oh, she's yeah. like fucking hard as nails, oh. dude. I thought she was so fucking cool. She was like the Wolverine of yeah. of this show. I like that a lot. And then you find out her backstory, and it's just as heartbreaking. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. I like how it all plays out. You know, I, I like everything with it, how how he doesn't want to play the game, how he tries to leave his friend. He just wants to leave the game. And then his friend kills himself and is like, I don't want to be out there um, mm-hmm. without this money, especially. So, like, I'm I'm you're fine. Take the money. But then how he doesn't touch the money for months. And mm-hmm. then when he fucking turns it all around after seeing the old man and the old man's like, you earned it just like anybody earned it in this, you know, hellscape or whatever. And yeah. he like fucking dyes his hair bright red. I was like, God, yes. Mm-hmm. And takes care of that, that girl's little brother and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I liked how it all just played out. It was so sweet. And, and then when he's like, you know, at the very end when he like turns and doesn't get on the plane and he's like, sees the, the guy playing the slapping game again. And it's like, it's still mm-hmm. going on. They're still going to keep yeah. doing this. I, I'm, and he has that determined face. I'm like, I, I don't know how it's going to play out next. If it's going to turn mm-hmm. into like, a James Bond scenario next and not just be about the yeah. games, but I'm into it. I, whatever they want to mm-hmm. do. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I'm deep into this lore yeah. at this point. Like I love the design of so much of this, like the MC Escher style staircases that oh, are in this fucking colors. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh my God. Those, those like hot pink, uh, costumes that no. they have. I want one of those so bad. I would just like wear one in my free. Like I would have one on right now. If I, if I had it, I would just, that would be my casual at home costume. It. You know, Um, man, it like there's just so much about it. Like it's one thing to have like good characters and then you have a good story on top of it. And then you have good cinematography and then good design. And it's like all All of that comes together so, so well. It's like it's it's surprising that, like you said, this is one of the if not the highest rated Netflix series. Mm -hmm. But like after you watch it, you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But it just seems like maybe the barrier to entry for people was uh, them like having to like go out of their way to seek out something. Whereas Netflix just like put this on the like home screen, essentially Mm -hmm. whenever you pull it up on your, your TV or your phone and it's like, Oh wait, what is this? And then, you know, I I know a lot of people swear by subtitles when they're watching, um, you know, movies from across uh, or the other side of the, the world. But like, I don't know. I like I don't mind dubs really mm. for the most oh, yeah. part. Like I, I watched the the dub version of this. Oh, Did okay. you watch it with subtitles? Oh, subtitles, yeah, for sure. Did yeah. you? Um and I understand there's some like translation issues with the uh I guess the dub. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it was like the the subtitles as well, but um yeah, I mean you have to like 
fit certain bits of dialogue within mm-hmm. the parameters of somebody speaking. Right. You know, like so. Makes I, I feel like I I got the the main story for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, but uh, but yeah, man. What a great series. I'm, I'm glad you liked it as well. Oh, yeah. I, I figured I would. And then, again, going back to, like, explaining it to my brother-in-law, uh, I totally understand why he can't watch it. He's like, there's mm-hmm. too much shit going on in the world. that I, I still mm-hmm. want to watch more shit and people, poor people be put into that situation or whatever. Um, but I I was like, you've heard it's good. It is just that good, though. Like, mm-hmm. people are not lying. It is not. It, it's hard to, like, you know, get someone to watch it and be like, this is amazing. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. But you're probably going to love it, even if I tell you it's amazing. Like, I don't I don't fear that me, I'm going to, like, prop it up too much, you know? Yeah. And then, like, the villain character that's in this, uh, the, the big guy with sideburns or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is such a good villain. Oh, I hated him so much. Yes. But he was just, like, I couldn't stop, like watching him yeah. He's, he has such a, a presence in the show and then like when he does finally like meet his demise you're like fuck yeah i know you, you know? get so into it yeah yeah man so like even the characters you hate you love to hate them and like the crazy lady I, that bones him yes yeah, yeah. And they, her. like her her whole story was just like fascinating as well because yeah she was like villainous but then she was also kind of like on the outs from that side of it yeah. and she ended up playing for herself like a lot of a lot of the times but I don't, man, just, I know the more, I want to go back and rewatch that was good. And that was good. And that person was yeah. cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's so many, so many characters involved, the, the games and the, the whole premise of it just being so simple. Um, squid, like you said too, we, we don't have some of those games and squid game in mm-hmm. particular. I was like, this game looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so interesting and different. I like how they explain it and stuff in the very beginning. Cause I was like, you have no idea going into it. I didn't know the bright color weird designs of everything. I didn't know what that would play into it. And really it doesn't play a lot into it. Like it is just what it is, right? Like it is, they, they just have this weird MC Escher neon painted thing and they don't really mm-hmm. explain it. There's no necessary, like you don't need to. It's just like, it's a weird fucked up Island. Yeah. They have a lot of money and someone knew MC Escher back in the day, <laughs> you know, or yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like they were like, Oh, he's my favorite rapper. Yeah. Right. Wait, what? I don't think so we made this. I don't think that's right. <laughs> We heard yeah. you like MC Escher. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit was part of it. Exactly. Pit my staircase. <laughs> it is funny too because like that's only for the like guards and the contestants yeah, to like, walk through. Yeah. Like that's that's not on display for you know the the viewers or whatever. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. It's fun though. Interesting. Yeah. I, I really mm-hmm. liked it. It's 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 just a great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Very good. All right. Uh, Main topic. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Fast and Furious presents Train to Busan presents. <laughs> that's Peninsula. a good way to start it because that's what it's similar to. Uh, earlier this week, uh, Daniel Sanchez texted me and he said that he was looking forward to our conversation about this. And I was like, oh, you've you've seen this? And he said, yeah, I've seen it. It's not as good as Train to Busan, but it is still like enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I know you had mentioned it previously, uh, maybe on the show, maybe it was just like via text or whatever, but uh, that you heard kind of like conflicting things yeah. about it um i remember that we watched the trailer uh i think it was like and eh, shortly after the pandemic kicked off mm-hmm. and we we're like oh, okay this looks this looks pretty fucking wild yeah, yeah, yeah. um but that was like the only time i watched that trailer that one time and i had forgotten mostly uh-huh. what what it was um so let's just let's just go ahead and do the same thing here uh a blanket spoilers for yeah. uh peninsula uh, which has been retitled here in the States via the research I saw mm. as Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Um, 
I guess it's title. The one that that through line. But honestly, <laughs> yeah. like if I just saw this that was coming out and was called Peninsula, I don't think I would have been as hyped to watch it. That's true. With, without if you didn't that. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But knowing that there's like some continuity there is like it's kind of exciting, you know. Well, and that I don't have all the different titles that I I stumbled upon today, but I was I was trying to look up some of the actors in this to see if I knew them from other things that we had seen. And sometimes I, I noticed that some of the movies that they're in are are very literal from what you might expect, um, because there's there's one that um, one of the guys was in called uh, wasn't like it was called Split. And I was like, oh, was he in oh. Split? And I clicked on it and it was a bowling movie. No. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so some of the times their movies are really specific to what they're saying. So if it's a peninsula, it could just be about a peninsula. And it might not be entertaining mm-hmm. to us at all. And we might yeah. not have been a zombie movie. So, yeah, there's there's mm-hmm. something to that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but that said, I this week leading up to it, I went back and I rewatched Soul Station. So this oh, is my second yeah. time watching that. And then I uh, rewatched Train to Busan after that. So I had like a good uh, continuity of the the series up to this gotcha. point soul station is a prequel to train to busan which i believe was released like a month after train to busan mm-hmm. came out if i remember yeah, correctly like that um but yeah so i watched them in that order soul station train to busan and then peninsula so um the, i've i've completed the the trilogy this week nice um uh soul station just a, like a a, a quick review on that um i thought it was just okay the the first time i watched it mm-hmm. um i remember thinking re-watching the same thing, yeah it, yeah and then re-watching it the second time i enjoyed it i kind of had a better lay of the land as to what happened mm-hmm. um and i totally forgot about the uh the twist at the end with the uh the father i don't know if that rings a bell for you no, at I don't all remember that okay um because it it got me again like i love mm-hmm. when i can re-watch something but i'm still surprised by oh yeah by it you know um just because my brain is bad it's really coming in handy for these movie rewatches um but yeah it was i i I did enjoy it the animation the first time we discussed it i remember it bothered Mm -hmm. me because it seemed like it wasn't like that smooth it was like cgi based i believe and it seemed like they there was like missing uh frames of animation Mm -hmm. or whatever um but this time i it didn't really bother me that much because i kind of expected it yeah and uh I yeah I, I I thought it was good. Uh, rewatching Train to Busan for I think the third or fourth time at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, fucking loved it. It's a fucking oh, stellar movie. It's so fucking good, man. Oh it's my still god, so good. I believe it's on Netflix. So if people have not watched it, please watch yeah. it. It's so good. Like that that would be like one of the main things that I want to put out there for like from let's talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like watch Train to Busan. You don't have to listen yeah. to us talk for two hours about nonsense. <laughs> just watch, but watch Train yeah. to Busan. That's it. That's why we're doing all of this. Yeah, right. Because yeah. there's still a lot of people that probably haven't seen it. Uh, maybe not giving mm-hmm. it a chance, you know, because of the subtitles mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, But, man, that movie is just fucking stellar. And uh, man yeah. and I had rewatched it um, like a month or two ago. So I didn't we didn't do it before Peninsula when we watched mm-hmm. it last night because um, it was fresh enough and everything. But sure. um, that would be my main thing with Peninsula is like there, I, I went into it kind of having some mixed reviews in my head about it or like mm-hmm. people said, it's just not it's just not training with on like it's just not that good. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I was talking to Amanda about it last night after we saw Peninsula and I'm like, it's not training with on, but training with on is like nearly fun, like nearly a masterpiece to me. Yes. It is mm-hmm. 
it is so good. It is the, the level of quality for it and the story and mm. everything. I'm like, they could never have reached those peaks again, you know, like it, yeah. it was just too good. And so mm-hmm. I, I liked that. I knew that going into Peninsula and then I could treat it as just like a different kind of zombie take. And then, sure. I, and then that, you know, is a different way to watch it because I'm like, it'll never reach the heights that I know this movie was. And it still holds yeah. up, man. It's so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Train to Busan has, because it takes place in a train, there's that claustrophobic element oh, yeah. that comes into play that just heightens everything. <laughs> Like, even when they get out of the train, they're like, fuck, we need to get back in a train. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the movie. We, this train is fucked up. Let's, Let's get, a new get train. into a, a train. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a massive spoiler for, for people. It's, it's called Train to Busan. There's yeah. just like trains galore in this fucking thing. You can say. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, still loved it. And like you were saying, Train to Busan is just like, it's, it, it's a... Uh, fucking perfect work essentially like yeah you meet so many characters and you, you know because it's a, so a zombie yeah, yeah it's a zombie story you know a lot of them are going to get picked off but you do get attached to a number of yeah. them and like i even though i've watched this three four times like i forgot about the the little league player oh and yes. his like his, his girlfriend or whatever yeah i was like wait, I don't remember how they die. And then they die. Oh. I was like, oh, well, I forgot about that. That's, it's sad. They're, that's sad. These movies do not shy away from, you know, you can't trust that anybody's he's really safe. And that's part right. of the, why the movies are so good, I feel. And, mm-hmm. and Peninsula did the same thing where you're like, you're not, you don't know who's going to go. And it's so heart wrenching every time. And they really mm-hmm. don't shy away from those because you can't, like, that's how it would be in this type of situation. You know, yeah. people would, get picked off so early or whatever and old mm-hmm. people, young people everywhere in between. And, uh, and almost everyone you're going to have some attachment to them because of the way that they present them. And then mm-hmm. it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, well let's get into peninsula, the titular peninsula. We'll so, uh, most of the story takes place four years after the events of train to Busan from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Is that what you were? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of uh, just this, modern. Yeah. Uh, This movie came out in 2020, and I think it's important to point that out because this came out a full 10 months before Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Oh, thank God we're talking about this. Yes. Yes. So one thing I was surprised about with Peninsula is that it's uh, it's a zombie heist movie. And I I had no idea. Nor did I. You can hear in my voice. I had no idea. But... I fucking love heist movies like Uh that. I love them so much. And then I was like, oh, this is weird. A zombie heist movie. They should. Oh, Hollywood has done that for the most part with uh, (laughs) the army of the dead. But I, I thought it was odd because like I could see the rest of the screen and (laughs) it, 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 there wasn't a lot of slow motion in it. Interesting. Yeah. Right. That's a choice, (laughs) I suppose. But, um, yeah, like, uh, don't yeah, you think yeah. it would have changed your viewing of Army of the Dead? Is that what if it, you could see it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh-huh. I thought it was so weird. We, you and I, did not have a great reaction to that movie, and then mm-hmm. I was like, we had both put off watching this movie, mm-hmm. and I, as far as I knew at that time, that was the first type of movie like that. And I'm like, there was just a movie like <laughs> what yeah. you just did. Is, was there's a better one out there, and uh-huh. it came out months ago. Let's go. Yeah. I had no idea. I, I really had not watched that trailer, like like you said, since like, you know, a long time ago when it came out. 
so I had forgotten of, of anything that this movie might be, and I did not read anything about it. I just knew it was like an expanded story of Train to Busan. Like mm-hmm. things were going to be settled, you know, things have been going on for a while, and that's all I knew. Yeah. Holy shit, that was a, a exciting twist that I yeah. did not expect. Uh, I'm pretty sure they had to edit Crystalia out of Peninsula as well. I don't like. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> in my head, <laughs> I was like, "Who?" Because I forgot about that fucking movie. Yeah, you know, what I'm it would be funny if like Tignataro just showed up in Peninsula <laughs> at one point. She was like, "Well, fuck it." There was more English that I expected, so mm-hmm. yeah, she could have she could have easily been in there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, there's like white people in this movie, and uh-huh. I, uh, you don't have a dub option on this one. It's mm. just subtitles. But yeah. even the like English language. Uh, dialogue is is on screen in mm. uh in text if you do that but um yeah i was i was surprised I was like oh okay is this like an outreach to america be like hey guys we yeah we have good movies too Watch like, yeah, we know. yeah we know this yeah yeah but um yeah that was that it was surprising me. Mm-hmm. like the uh, the guy in the news that was like answering questions about it and stuff <laughs> he was just like very much just like an american dude and I was like, wait a second, what? Why is he on here? Yeah. Uh, what what cracks so me weird. up about newscasters on TV, in movies or, or television, is that they never look right. Like, if look, we've all <laughs> seen, like, the nightly news. You don't sit with, like, full back chairs and, like, leaned all the way back right. into your chair with your, your hands clasped together. <laughs> that's not what newscasters look like. They're, they're yeah. like, you know, that's not that. We all know what they look like. It sounded weird, too. Like, I don't know what it is. If it was just jarring to hear english in it that i didn't expect and like more mm-hmm. of it than i expected or whatever um but it sounded like it was just so you know so much exposition and i was just mm-hmm. like why is this guy giving the exposition though yeah you know like mm-hmm. it should be someone native to there you know mm-hmm. it would make a lot more sense but um <laughs> i guess it's like because there's like a un thing involved and mm-hmm. like that i don't know there's other countries that like quarantine them they're like talking to some other dude but uh, it definitely threw me off and uh, amanda looked it up she said the director had just said um, it's like a plot point that it needs to be English because the guy that like starts that gives that's gonna supposedly give them money for doing the heist is it is American or whatever and so mm-hmm. they were saying like that's why that he introduced English so much into it but I, I have a feeling it's more like you're saying like it's an outreach to us to be like watch our movies they're mm-hmm. good yeah for the dum dums who won't you know otherwise yeah. so and yeah. I mean that's us that's us they yeah. got us mm-hmm. they got us yeah so. I did not know about the, the, the heist plot line. I did not know what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it really, it really opens the world. I like the, you know, all the stuff that's changed, but they know more about the zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's a whole new cast of characters. Like this has nothing to do with training Busan. We don't meet in those characters again. That was a standalone story. This is a standalone story. Yeah. just happens to be set in the same zombie apocalypse. And, um, it had some great ideas just like Trader Busan did. It wasn't as, as good i think just overall mm-hmm. but i think i i completely separate them in a way that like they're connected they're they're in that same world but i don't need this to be trained to Busan. and i had a hell of a lot of fun with this movie mm-hmm. um i think amanda and i both really liked it oh that's lot, great so as i was watching this i was like oh i don't know if steven's gonna like this not for oh, any really? particular reason uh-huh. just because like that first train to Busan is so good it's so good yeah but this was a lot of fun i i totally agree yeah. absolutely i man <laughs> When they have the little like zombie fighting arena. Oh my god. And that like uh I don't know if they're like glued together, but oh, I feel like there's out? a <laughs> <laughs> <That's so laughs> with all the zombies come out. I remember that from the trailer, I think. But uh they are like crawling out essentially it's as like one, one big, giant oh. 
yeah super glued together like right. that gorilla glue glue is doing its work you know uh-huh. um i was like holy shit like what are they supposed to do this and then the other zombies come whipping through there that's the other thing is i watched the uh the special features on this mm-hmm. and there's not a whole lot but they did mention that the uh the zombies are faster than they were in train to busan i was like yeah i yeah i can tell yeah. <laughs> they're just like running constantly and uh yeah. Yeah, it seems like the the zombies in this world are some of the most threatening zombies that I've seen mm-hmm. before. Like, uh, I know the, the zombies. Yeah, yeah, and like, just like they're like motivated zombies. You know, <laughs> they're like, I'm really hungry, guys. I'm yeah. getting hangry. I'm gonna have to have a nibble, or I'm gonna be a real bitch to deal with. Um, it happens to all of us. But uh, yeah, like. Uh, this movie, I it kind of reminds me of a little bit of the the Walking Dead TV show, mm-hmm. in that you're you're living in this um, uh, kind of post apocalyptic world, but like in in this specific region, I feel like other parts of the the world may not have mm-hmm. all this going on to this level. But then also, it reminds me of a little bit of a Fast and Furious movie, in particular yes. 2009's <laughs> Fast and Furious with the CGI like car race at the the very end uh, of both movies. Um, it, that's, that's kind of the, the tempo I got from both of them. Uh And I, I was, I was here for it. I I was wondering, I had such a blast watching this movie. I didn't know if you'd think it was like, cause some of it was like really the CGI was like so obvious to me. It almost seemed like a video game cutscene or something, you know, Uh but I was like, no, I can forgive it. It it went on a little too long. And then also I just watched the matrix movies, you know, Mm -hmm. and matrix reloaded has that, that highway scene that everybody talks about. It's like the number one scene that like people mentioned from that movie is like the great set piece or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've never really liked that scene. And when I rewatched mm-hmm. Reloaded recently, I was like, this scene's like 40 minutes long. It should have been 10. Yeah. And so I just watched a lot of car chase stuff that I didn't really care for. And then this movie I put on, you know, and I was like, at, at first when that girl is driving around and like, she does so many inventive things with her headlights, like distracting them. Like those girls are just amazing uh saving that the the guy mm-hmm. um and i was down for that but then they they use it so much that i was like they really are trying like you said like the fast and furious presents <laughs> yeah. presents like they're mm-hmm. trying to go in that arena and i was like i'm kind of here for it there is a little too much for me sometimes but overall they were so inventive that it mm-hmm. was so fun yeah um, they would do so many like they'd have their grandpa with them and they would like well let's turn off our headlights spin the car around and you're going to shoot roman candles down this aisle this you know whatever and they're gonna like then the street and they're gonna like follow that like it was so inventive um mm-hmm. like fast and furious is with their cars and their chases and stuff that it's like oh, i it was pretty fucking fun yeah mm-hmm. so i uh, ended up being into that yeah uh, quick aside i'm with you on that uh that matrix scene with the oh, yeah, right uh, the the trucks or whatever mm-hmm. uh i was like i okay they're outside I'm not joking. It's like at least like 30 minutes long. It's it's like really really extensive. Mm-hmm. Um, the Smith fight where there's like that the, they call it some of the burly brawl. There's like a thousand Smiths or whatever fighting mm-hmm. Neo and stuff. That scene I, I remember it like being cool. It's like 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> they go on like way too long. And the, the thing like that you see anytime somebody talks about it on like clips of it or whatever it's always like neo with the pole where he's like running right. around yeah. the pole like on the the faces of all the smiths I'm like that's it that's, yeah and you, that's should, what, you that, did it for like it, 15 minutes for that one yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that and then like them dogpiling on him and then him like flying away or right. whatever you know yeah like 
Yeah. Got okay. it. We got uh, it. Yeah, um, yeah. This was a lot more entertaining mm-hmm. than that that kind of stuff to me uh, mm-hmm. with Peninsula. And it was because it's, I don't know, a lot more gritty and stuff, whatever. It just made me think of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that the car chases and stuff seemed a little bit too much for me at some points. But I was like, they're really leaning into that fast and furious thing and i can't really fault them because those movies are fun too yeah and they're also awesome heist movies and Mm -hmm. so yeah lean into it that's cool uh i like that the the kids in this movie had even though they were younger uh not quite as young as the uh the the little girl from the Mm. the first movie um but uh, they're still like fairly young i would say yeah Uh, but younger one for sure yeah but they like do stuff they have uh tasks ahead of yeah. them like uh the the one who rides in the passenger seat she has the little like disco car Amazing. that she drives around to get all the zombies attention and stuff and then like she ends up losing that car she's like man that was my favorite <laughs> and then she has like, like yeah. a whole like shelves of them yeah 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 she really I love like the, that on. idea yeah mm-hmm. they're so smart and they're you can tell that they've grown up in this world like the whole the whole premise of this i really liked and like you mentioned uh like the walking dead it's like there's like the gangs that are roaming around here, but like the fact that people are still there, they either couldn't get out or they don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, like the gang seems happy to be in what they're doing. Right. But, yeah. um, and living this like lawless life, mm-hmm. but the, the mom obviously wants to get her family out, but these kids have just, this is their world. They grew up there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they adapted and they're fucking, uh, their mom is amazing. They are amazing. They're so fucking badass. Every one mm-hmm. of them. It, Speaking of the gang, like I was a little bit confused about the hierarchy of this gang because it seemed like this one dude, uh, like uh, he reminded me of the the bad guy from uh, Squid Game, as a matter mm. of fact. Uh, oh yeah, kind totally. Heftier dude with long greasy hair, and I thought, oh, he must be like the big bad. But then he answers to this little like dork who uh-huh. <laughs> like walks up to a a centerfold of a fully clothed woman. <laughs> says i'll see you soon puts a gun in his mouth and is interrupted by knocking the door like god damn this shit is dark oh it's it's so dark it's it's very cute because it's like oh okay obviously you know they're they're not wanting to do anything like before he does that he he walks over to that that picture of that that woman it's like oh okay they don't want to do anything like disrespectful have like a a naked or even uh a lingerie woman Uh uh-huh but then he puts the barrel of the gun in his <laughs> mouth, the entirety of it. And then the only thing that saves him is that little, uh, the dorkier little dork that, oh, yeah, uh, sure. that uh, interrupts him. Uh, and I like that that kid. But then he just gets gunned down by his, like, friend or whatever. Yeah. And it, it took me, like, I had to rewind. I was like, did he just, like, casually shoot him? Does not care. Yeah. He acted like he did, right? Yeah. Because the guy brought him information. And he was like, yeah. oh, we can both get out of here. Yeah. And I was like, these, you're. You're talking to gangsters. No, nobody ever delivering that money was going to walk away with fucking money. No, no. <laughs> and then, like, when he, yeah, when he shows up at the end and he's thinks he's safe, he just yeah. gets shot up real quick by the guy that oh, was yeah. speaking English to and him. And he's like, and, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then as a final fuck you, he, like, throws it in reverse and then, you know, lets the zombies get on there. That was yeah. that was crazy, man. Um, it, yeah. yeah, it was, it's all... Uh, it's i like the details in this movie a lot the um they talk about how they can't see in the dark which we find out in train to Busan when they go through mm-hmm. tunnels that's like a major plot point and then in this one how the gang uses like flare guns to like highlight trucks that they want zombies to go kill people in mm-hmm. so they can get them and like the way they have like the the toy car for the girl or like the the gang has that like lit up billboard truck that mm-hmm. they'll drive around to get the zombies away 
um, one of my favorite details was the the main guy we follow, the soldier in the very beginning, who is like the guy's brother, you know, who ends up going on the heist and stuff. Um, whenever they in the tanker ship or whatever they're in, whenever the zombie outbreak starts and his his nephew gets bit and stuff, he walks in. He has his his gun and he's shooting everybody. Like he has he's a soldier, he's a good marksman, but he's shooting everybody in the chest and they keep coming after him. And like a few, yeah. he finally gets in the head. But you can tell like he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know to shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. And then when you see him four years later, he is a crack shot with everybody in the head. Yeah. And it was so cool to see his transition from being like he's using a gun, but it's not being effective to being like, mm-hmm. oh, he can be super effective when he knows to shoot him in the head when we all yeah. found that out. Mm-hmm. And they just had these cool little moments like that that I kept being like, oh, God, that was neat. That was neat. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just so fascinating the way that they created this new world or whatever, like like The Walking Dead. Like it's mm-hmm. it feels lived in, you know. I was truly shocked and surprised when it was revealed that the family that we see at the beginning is oh, a family totally. that we see later in the the series. Yeah, the series, the the movie. Good God! Um, <laughs> but I I don't know why that threw me for such a loop. But I was just like, oh, okay, so they. I guess are playing a more significant part. Like, I don't know mm. any of these actors, right? Totally. So I don't know like how famous they are. And uh, I wouldn't know that, you know, who was going to play a bigger role just mm-hmm. from their appearance in it. You know, like if Tom Cruise showed up at the beginning yeah, of this right. movie, it'd be like, oh, okay, well he's got to come back. <laughs> he's right? probably going to be there again. Yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, yeah, like that, that woman, the, the mom, um, cause I looked her up. She's like a K-pop star. Um, oh, she, okay. she brought, uh, techno music to, she's called the techno queen. And uh, in Korea, because she brought she was like one of the people to bring techno to Korea. So it's like oh, wow. people know her. We don't know her. Mm-hmm. But people probably in Korea watching that was like, well, she's going to come back. Clearly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah, I had no idea, though. And I was just as shocked as you were. Uh, I saw like in the movie, she's very like rugged and she's mm-hmm. uh, a multifaceted, multidimensional character, as like all characters should mm-hmm. be. Right. But then it's funny to see her in the the extras where it's essentially like four different, like maybe two minute clips of uh, like interviewing mm. the, the cast along with the director. And she's wearing this like very like uh, nice dress and very like kind of quaint in appearance and everything. I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, this like she really like. The, the makeup team did a, a great job because she, she did <laughs> yeah. look like she could handle herself. Um, but she seemed so like, um, uh, very like sweet in the, uh, mm-hmm. the interviews or whatever, but yeah. And she is not sweet in this movie. She is a survivalist. So. Hell yeah. 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 She's like out there, man, at the end of the movie where she was in that oh. truck and honking the horns to distract the zombie. So her, yeah. uh, her, uh, kids could escape with that dude. Uh, and she like put the gun to her chin. I was like, well, this is going to happen. But then like the kids could see her doing that. And I was like, oh my God, the horror of having to see that. But then, you know, it's luckily she made it back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm surprising. I liked this movie because like we said, like you never knew who's safe. Like, like his nephew in the very beginning, like he brings, it's like him and bringing his sister and her family onto the, onto this boat. And then Mm -hmm. the son is who gets attacked first. And you're like, oh, my God, I didn't expect the fucking kid. I thought maybe the mom would have been attacked and the kid would go with the uncle. Yeah. But it's like, no, they they get you right in the very beginning. And then later on, you're kind of trained. Huh? You're trained <laughs> to Bassan. Oh, my God. It's right there. <laughs> they did it. You're kind of trained by that point to not expect that she's going to live. Like, you know, just like the the dad from Train to Bassan, you're like, you're like, well, this is going to work out. The kids are going to get away. 
and the fact that it does and the way that it does that the the guy is remembering his his brother-in-law i guess um to be like you know you you didn't save our family you didn't do enough and you've got to step up and then he does and you're just it's just such an epic moment when he like they scream for her and stuff and she like shoots out the window and she's like i can fucking run for it i'll try mm-hmm. and they make it and you're just, it's just like oh it's such a relief because you really expect that something's going to happen to them yeah you know, and, and i thought it was survive thought it was going to end similarly to train to busan where it's one of those like take care of my kid type of endings right. or whatever but and it was there for a second but then see everyone makes it essentially yeah. so that was cool i liked it yeah it it was I, I thought it was a great ending it, it gave you a little bit of a respite from all the horror that you've seen up mm-hmm. to that point whatever but um yeah i just think it was it was fun and entertaining it did make me think in a good way of of some fast and furious stuff like whenever mm-hmm. they it's like bad guys versus bad guys everybody's stealing everybody's shit and like yeah they like the gang has the truck and so they go to steal the truck and then that guy at the last moment like runs into the girls at the mm-hmm. port and takes the truck again and like but then he's gonna die and so it works out like it's such a roller coaster but um i really like the heist elements of it it was it's like pretty fast and quick and mm-hmm. and uh you know fast and it's furious i guess they really they really did lean into that a little bit but hmm. in a good way interesting mm-hmm. wow. I know. wow some lessons were learned here today you yeah know? <laughs> trained to busan fast fast and furious presents trained to busan mm-hmm uh peninsula drift oh my god it's all right there it's right there we're gonna workshop that easy to say yeah (laughs) Yeah. short yeah any uh standout moments you wanted to mention um man i feel like we didn't write notes so uh i i took just a few of them i I touched on uh most of them yeah um i like the the arena the zombie arena fighting i thought was like it, it seemed like uh, especially after watching Squid Game, where they're loaded into that right. cargo container and then they're directed outside of it to go down. And it looks like they're walking down like a mall escalator stairs. I know. Like I was that. trying to. Yeah. Is that a mall? It seems like a food court almost type of thing where like they're sunken in. You know, I, maybe, but I don't know why a train car is there or a cargo container is there, but maybe they were just like I, yeah, grabbing shit and putting it together. I, that's, I yeah. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Yeah. It was a cool design though. Like mm-hmm. and it was creepy as fucking ugh as everything. It was mm-hmm. it looked so bad to be uh conscripted into that, I guess. Yeah. Um but that that design and the the idea behind it, um it, it also is something that's seen in uh Walking Dead as well, mm-hmm. where you're so. using zombies as like entertainment to like go after quote unquote contestants. Yeah. Or whatever. Um but man, it was just I don't know. It, it's brutal. It was. It's like, this is what you do for entertainment is you take in survivors and this is what you do with them. It reminds me a little bit of, uh, uh, my God, the uh, Emily Blunt alien movie that just had a sequel, mm. A Quiet Place Part 2, mm-hmm. where they come across like survivors and you're like, oh, okay, this seems good at first, like uh, the oh, people yeah. on the docks, you know, but they're just like, I don't, I'm just going to say it. They're bad mamma jammas, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody oh, had to yeah. say it. Uh, you don't want to mess with those people, right? Yeah. So the, the survivors are oftentimes uh, even more evil than oh, yeah. the zombies, you know? Again, the zombies are just trying to zomb, you know? Yeah, they're not even, like, hurting anybody except for yeah. people they kill. They're just hungry. We've all yeah. met a hungry person. Yeah, oof. Honestly, we've all probably been hungry ourselves. Yeah, I think and you can not- say that. 
we're not proud of the things that we've done and said in those moments, mm-hmm. but it's just who we are. Yeah, and and the zombies the same way. You know, mm-hmm. you can't blame them for just being zombies. That's right. They if used that's to be one, people. Mm-hmm. If that's one lesson we can take away from Train to Busan presents Peninsula, it's mm-hmm. zombies are people too. Yeah, wow. they're hungry people who are also, <laughs> I guess, cannibals. But you know, they're just doing what they got to do. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. wish they would have gotten you know to spread their love, the zombie mm-hmm. love. Um, throughout the rest of the main characters, but unfortunately they got away. So. I feel like they express their zombie love in Army of the Dead, the Zack mm. Snyder movie, mm-hmm. which is where uh, clearly like the king zombie was fucking his zombie. Oh my god! Uh, I really queen. Did block a lot of that out. And then like they had a zombie baby. Yuck! <laughs> and that zombie baby. Mm-hmm. grew up to be jeff bezos it grew up to be jeff bezos <laughs> and jeff bezos made this movie uh-huh. um yeah i i don't have a lot more to say i didn't write down notes mm-hmm. i i just liked a lot of how inventive it was i liked mm-hmm. the characters a lot i liked the acting same it, it wasn't quite the levels of train to Busan, but i had mm-hmm. a really good time uh, amanda my wife watched it with me she liked it a lot too mm-hmm. uh, that was the, i guess the only note that she had told me that that kind of like you had said with the the sur- survivors can be almost as bad or worse than the zombies themselves. Yeah. And uh, one of that guy gets caught and they throw him, they like spray paint his chest and his back with 61 and throw him into that pit. Amanda yeah. goes, I don't, I don't think I'm cut out for this. I don't <laughs> think I want to be a survivor in any type of apocalypse. This sounds awful. It's always yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I have that fight in me that I don't want to mm-hmm. stick around after that. No. So uh, yeah, more power to the rest of you whenever you want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the apocalypse really comes but uh, yeah i'm just gonna yeah check out i think yeah i'm going team zombie right away i mean just immediately well, yeah i love food you <laughs> yeah, know this is true i might as well lean into it i so. love food now but like yeah. how much could i love food <laughs> if i was just existing solely for that you know and it sounds like a better opportunity to me i so. mean you know like i'm f- they say like human is the chicken of the human world, uh-huh. so maybe that's the direction to go. I love chicken. Oh my god! So and you're not you get getting that... many chickens if it's zombie apocalypse. I don't think so. Look, if you get that chicken like super rare, mm-hmm. oh my god! Oh yeah, oh, love man. some pink chicken. Oh, it's so good. It's good. So yeah. slimy. Oh, it's just mm. like you know that weird like stringy fat that's on it. It's just like oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Did uh, your wife watch this with you at all? No, I watched it by myself because I knew like there was just no chance because okay. if she's going to watch one of these, I'm going to have her watch Train to Busan. I didn't you know? remember if she had watched that before, I guess. No, so. no. Yeah. Okay. Because Amanda mm-hmm. really likes it a lot, but they have different sensibilities sometimes to, to mm-hmm. movies and stuff too. But um, I was really like delighted whenever Amanda took to Train to Busan so well. And then uh, mm-hmm. I think we both last night had a lot of a good time, a, a good time with this movie. So, yeah. Um, absolutely yeah anything else for you about this one then no i think we're good sweet well i uh i definitely am glad that we got some asian pop culture stuff under the wire here last this is the last show of the year right it is when this drops that's crazy man mm-hmm. 2021 good riddance um 2022 no change um yeah. <laughs> good luck everybody <laughs> look we were relieved to be done with 2020 and then 2021 happened yeah, and it was just as shitty anymore. and yeah. it was like oh yeah this is <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not great, but, you know. But at least uh, we know we have some good episodes coming up. Next week, mm-hmm. we're just going to do a, a pop culture catch-up because we've done so many guests recently, and we had this planned, So and other things planned, you know, just mm-hmm. 
we had themes so themes so many themes for like two months now mm-hmm. least, three months now god mm-hmm. yeah so yeah there's a lot to catch up on so i'm, I'm excited to hear mostly what, what you've been up to so um so that'll be a lot of fun so tune in next week for that um and if anybody has any suggestions for other things we could check out for asian pop culture anything that you like you know anything manga or anime or um, especially those, since I don't know a lot, I think you, you're mm-hmm. looking for some good stuff too. And then any movies that we need to check out, I'm, I'm looking for some, so yeah. let us know. And, uh, otherwise we always appreciate you listening. So you can contact us, all the info is in our show notes as usual. You can rate and review us in your favorite podcast apps. Uh, five stars is appreciated. So I had a, I had a blast with you today, man. And I'm, I had a blast watching Peninsula. Um, Me do you too. think Vin yeah. Diesel likes it? Oh, I'm sure he would love it if he could read. Wow, what a backhanded compliment right at the end there. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we'll have a crossover someday. Who knows? Uh, Zack Snyder, oh Army of the Dead, uh, Fast and Furious, Train to Busan crossover. Let's do uh, it. Maybe throw in Jason and Freddy. Maybe a Predator or two. Uh, you know what? Might as well Might at as this well. point. Let's just throw it all. Let's just have once every five years, let's just have a movie called Pop Culture. Oh, and it's yeah. just like all of it. Just like throwing <laughs> in there. Just like, don't worry about continuity, yeah. you know, make sure the characters are m- intact, but then like, yeah, just throw them in there and be like, this is what we did. It's the, this is what space jam, new legacy approach, you know? Right? Yeah. Let's <laughs> not even worry about it. Just throw it in there and just yeah. see what happens. Don't worry Obviously, about it. LeBron James will star. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring, bring him into the fold for sure. I say bring in more athletes to act because actors oh, yeah. have it too good. <laughs> think it paid their bills consistently. I don't think so. Uh-uh. Get no. out of here not for me yeah absolutely well uh yeah so we'll see as we go throughout next year maybe we'll do a lot more uh cool stuff and maybe make this crossover happen you know mm-hmm. we got to show the world what they're missing so yeah and the studios will follow and give us lots of money for it mm-hmm. so uh it was a blast all year long talking to you it was not a blast all year long doing anything else mm-hmm. uh, but at least here we all have a moment to step back and get two to three hours of this bullshit so thank mm-hmm. you brent for that of course. Uh, real quick before we go, Stephen, mm. did you hear about the guy, <laughs> the Japanese man who would say goodbye with uh, a dipping sauce? No. He called it his sayonara marinara. <laughs> that didn't even, that didn't even did. rhyme a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, I say these words differently. <laughs> but that's maybe makes it better. I, sure. Yeah, yes. You can say that at least. It really cracked me up. That works. Okay, good. Oh, man. Yet on that note, uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's it. I guess that's it. Sayonara, we did it. We did it. Sayonara, Nara, 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 Nara. Like the Micro Machines guy of gibberish. It was. <laughs> this is great. This is like the, the final episode oh, of man. 2020. I almost said 2022. Holy shit. Ugh. Of 2021. So, yeah. Is there, do you have any final thoughts for this year? Uh, good riddance. That's all I have to say. Oh, Green Day wrote a song about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, Truly the time of our lives. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of other ones. I was like, I don't, I like Green Day songs. I don't know the titles. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's like Buddy Holly. You're right. 
<laughs> Classic Green Day song. We all yeah. know it. We all love it. From the self-titled album Weezer? Huh? <laughs> what? Oh, weird. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, right. I think we're, we're, I don't have any final, final thoughts okay. either. So I uh, we just got up there. Final episode of 2021. We'll see you all in 2022. Oh, wow. <laughs>
coats. I, I just remember like everybody at my high school, like not everybody, but a lot of people wore Carhartt jackets. They're like really warm. They're rugged. They're good for mm-hmm. like work sites. And so obviously people needed to bring them to a suburban high school for some reason. Um, but it was like a thing. And this is a, uh, a corset, you know, it's like their, their signature tan, uh, and it looks like a work corset. It's got it's got <laughs> a tool belt. <laughs> yeah, but it also supports your boobs, I guess, and keeps in your stomach. I don't know what the point of a corset is, I guess, really. Yeah, I think it's like uh, from Elizabethan times or whatever. This definitely was but, Carhartt. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like what what the point of this. I think it's just like a thing made for fun, right? Uh huh. Um, because like, I don't know how you would like bend over to pick up oh, yeah. plywood or whatever. <laughs> it's like, let me bend down to pick up this particle board and these, uh, these That's right. <laughs> drywall nails. Oh, I can't because my spine refuses to contort That's at right. all. Um, but I, I do like the description here under Carhartt work corset. It says, this is a Carhartt work corset made for knifer of knickknacks, <laughs> which is just like... <laughs> This is my problem with hard, like, cosmic sci-fi. It's like, I don't understand the names of these planets and, like, what their relationship to these species are. Yeah. So I, I have no context for this other than it's, like, it's just made for, like, some alien queen. Like, I don't... That would make more I, sense, th- I think, now, you know. I, I know they were trying to, like, explain what this is and why it was made, uh-huh. but that just so that, further muddies yeah. the water, you know? <laughs> it really makes it worse. I'm yeah. glad you saw that. Yeah, that is uh, that is quite interesting. I don't know mm-hmm. what that would be or why, but I, I'm, I'm more intrigued now than I was before I even saw this picture. Yeah, like what is Knifer of Knickknacks, or I'm sorry, Nifnacks, don't want to mischaracterize yeah. <laughs> this, uh, what are they doing that they needed this work corset? Yeah, did they just get one? They act like it's just one, but I imagine you needed a whole fleet of these, right? If you're if you're at Nifnax, you gotta have Look, you gotta have a lot of corsets, right? Absolutely, you gotta have one for every day of the week at this point, you know. Especially with like you said, these are these are like rugged. Carhartt is like yeah. a rugged uh, clothing brand, exactly. So it's probably gonna get pretty funky there, especially since the corset goes right up underneath that old armpit. Oh yeah, you know it's like you share you're these gonna two, get, right? Oh yeah, I suppose it's so. Yeah, corset, like if, so, you gotta yeah, yeah. Like if uh, if Billiam shows up and he doesn't have his work corset that day, you're like, oh well, shit, I got a spare over here. Let me let me hook you up with this. Don't mind the pit stains. Oh yeah, uh, this is just from yesterday. Don't I have my I have my Tuesday work corset on today. I know it's Wednesday. There was a, we had a, a holiday. I got thrown out of whack on there, but like you got to do what you got to do sometimes, yeah. you know. And then on, on Boxing Day, which is what we're recording this, you know, he mm-hmm. comes into work and he's like, Billion, you got you to gotta get this corset and suck in that, that, that ham belly, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the cookies you ate. Suck it in, man. We got yeah. to get to work. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's got to brace himself for all the, the wood shavings that are going <laughs> to dust upon his shoulders, That's his right. open, exposed shoulders. Yeah, it is weird that it is open on the top. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, like a corset. It would be, but like a of Carhartt course it protective would be. garment, it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it you know it should should cover all of you, I guess. But uh, this is good for um, welding, I would think, with those hot metal shavings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh huh. I think it'd be good. Uh, any kind of like metal cutting, you know, mm-hmm. that'd be good. Sparks, always great. Um, I mean, it, it's like it's kind of like um, in sci-fi or or like fantasy stuff. Um, you know, like Wonder Woman's costume. I, I mean, I know she has other abilities 
and she's got bracelets that defend or deflect bullets, I guess, as part of her shtick, you know. But mm-hmm. it's like when when the women show up and it's like, oh, you have very little clothing on to protect you from all of the bullets that are about to be, you know, shot at you and stuff. But mm-hmm. go along with it, I guess. The men have full, like, you know, toe to, to, to neck coverage, but you just need this corset. Here you go. You're good to go in the mm-hmm. wild. It's kind of like that idea, yeah. but in the actual world, because this is just used for you know drywall and welding i mean i can't quite see her legs the way this is angled but i assume she has on some sort of bikini brief as well yeah i imagine um yeah for limited coverage but all are yeah limited coverage but maximum uh protection Mm -hmm. clearly from all the you know metal shavings or or nails what have you on a construction site right yeah, I mean, like, you want to be protected, but also, like, the freedom of movement, you know? Uh-huh. That, that's really where... You want that. Th- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, when you're trying to operate that <laughs> six-ton drill press, you really want to make sure you can reach up without being obstructed in your shoulder, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You don't want that uh, irritating, what do you call it, cloth to get in the way of <laughs> that shoulder movement. Oh man, I do like mm-hmm. the tool belt too, though. I feel like that would bring it all, it weighed all down. And part of the point of one of these is to keep it all up, and that would mm-hmm. might might make it a little difficult on on both ends. But uh, I I like the functionality of it, I guess. I feel like the 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 way this is fastened to uh-huh. this woman, uh, like I feel like this is pretty well to borrow a. Uh, a work term here uh it's like spot welded on like it's it's very like very tight yeah well i mean they have to be right yeah you don't want to feel your ribs honestly i feel like you could hang a couple of toolboxes maybe a a small forklift from this lady's corset and it's not yeah it's not gonna go anywhere (laughs) i get your point yeah sure yeah that makes sense yeah it's actually like yeah put more on there Mm -hmm. and make her you know bring it around the work site i honestly i really feel like this is uh, almost a hip strengthening type of oh, device, you know, that's nice because of the way it's shaped, like it has the hourglass shape. And it's really just going to put, I almost want to say like overtax a human's body. Uh-huh. Sure. But like, I feel like that would be dismissive, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Brent, here's the thing. Um, Merry Christmas, Merry Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. I did send one of these to you. It should arrive oh today. God. Hell yeah. You're welcome. I figured you could use it at the duck bank that you're working at currently. Uh, no, I, I believe canonically I uh, quit or got fired from I, there. Yeah, I don't know if I you're was still working at a, a duck church at that point. Are you working it, at the duck church now? Still? I don't remember. I think I got fired from that as oh, well. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been some time. Well, maybe this is what you need to get a job, you know? You, yeah, this you is show true. show up at a, a Carhartt work course that I don't, mm-hmm. who turns you down, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I can get that job at that uh, uh, duck rehoming place, Ducks for Days. Um, oh, we just yeah. Build uh, duck shelters. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a it's a noble effort, and you're gonna look like really good. You know, like thank I you. Was saying sexy, I was about to get there. You know, what I'm saying. Oh, but, thank like, you. Yeah, I went there because like you're gonna yeah. look good. I felt I felt the pause. Yeah, and I was well, like, oh, okay. I held well. it back, but then I was like, no, let it fly, man. <laughs> like those, like those poor injured ducks that we're having <laughs> to rehome. Right. Let them fly. Wow, you know? wow, we really mm-hmm. got there. Well, I think that knickknacks, 
Nifnet? Is a great... How can you beat it? How can you beat it? <laughs> great sync word, so. Nifnax. You know, we all know it. Spelled N-I-F. I'm sorry. Capital N-I-F space N-A-K-S. Yeah. We'll have this posted to the LTS Twitter and Instagram <laughs> so people can see this. This is this is wild. And I, I just want to point out again, I, I'm scrolling through. I have like house stuff because we're in the middle of a renovation. So I have like stuff mm-hmm. for our house on here. I like quotes, so there's a lot of quotes on 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 Pinterest for me and stuff. Uh, I don't know, general things like that, some psychedelic kind of stuff. These are all popping through, and then this shows up. It's not an ad. It just shows up as if they're like, you're going to like this. And I was like, <laughs> what? What is this? And why is it here? Why do I have it? The the al- algorithm that's been established from all of the stuff yeah. you uh, have liked or saved it's all like funneled down to this car heart yeah. work corset you know it feels like yeah maybe this is philosophically where i'm supposed to end up and i didn't know it and someone's trying to give me a cosmic hint you know yeah and i'm like wow i guess this is the culmination of everything that i look at on here is this yeah. work corset yeah so i guess i need one like uh jesus is like i've been trying to give this guy hints for coming up on four decades he's not getting it so let's just let's just go to his his pinterest feed oh man all yeah. right you ready to sync i think so so nifnacks to sync on three one two three nifnacks excellent mm-hmm. all right <clears throat> i gotta take a pause again because i just gotta clear things out sure go right in nope that's still on so it's gonna sound loud (laughs) (laughs) for the listener steven's mute button has been betraying him here recently but i would say multiple times today he's gone to hit it to unmute himself started talking i pointed up my my earbuds could not hear him he just tried to mute it and it did not work. And then, did you say it just happened again? I th- it, yeah, I tried. It's like I have to hit it twice every time, and it clicks so loud. And I know it shows up on the on the thing, but I don't want to edit it out each time because I have to sniff a lot because I had the allergies, Brent. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. sorry, everybody. I mean, look, you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> it's Boxing Day, and I can't breathe. <laughs> You have to breathe on Boxing Day. You gotta breathe on Boxing Day. How are you supposed to throw away those boxes? Oh, my God. Or, like, make forts out of box? I don't. I still don't know what this day is. We'll get a hold of Nifnak. She'll let us know. Oh, man, I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll show up with, like, Carhartt work corset. Be yeah. like, I'm here to save the day. Let's build a fort. I'd be like, it is a fort-building day. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> You're my superhero. L-P-A-M. <laughs>